0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Molyneux for the 300th ENS Wolves Podcast Live. The boys have got a fantastic evening in store for you. So, without further ado, please welcome your host, Mr. Nathan Tudor.
1: Are you ready? Yeah. Oh come on. Are you ready? Yes. Shall we begin? Well hello everybody, welcome to episode three hundred. That is three zero zero. It is the ENS
2: WOSA Podcast.
1: 300 episodes, who would have thought it, amazing, our 300th birthday, episode one, wow, a broom cupboard in the (laughs) darkest depths of the Expression Star, episode 300 here at Molyneux at the most incredible venue, so thank you so much for coming, Uh, we've got a great show, I think we've got an absolutely fantastic show in front of all you beautiful people, so I've got a question, hands up if you've attended a live show before, there's quite a few decent effort, Okay. So 300 today. How many people have listened to 50 episodes? Driving, 50 episodes. Okay, mostly decent. 100 episodes! Wow! 150 episodes! 200 episodes! What? 250 episodes! Okay, here's a big one. Who's listened to every single podcast we've ever done? You
2: sad
1: bastard. <laughs> wow. you felt that
2: one, Stu. Um, so the for tonight. So we're
1: going to be on stage for about an hour and 15 minutes. We're then going to have a 30-minute interval where you have the chance to have a drink, go to the bathroom. The silent auction is still going until the beginning of the second half. We've got all the raffle. We've got some great prizes in the raffle. Oh, my God. We've got some good. We've also got the mystery box as well. So some fantastic prizes. They're all gonna get drawn in the second half. So if you still haven't got a ticket, I know we ran out earlier on but the girls have got some more. So go and see the girls at at half time. Second half's about an hour, and then join us for a beer afterwards. So what can go wrong? A lot, a lot, I can guarantee you that. Uh, Johnny Drury, uh, round of applause for Johnny Drury, who's our team tonight. Johnny's um, the people who've been, um, been to the live shows before. Johnny's like our new Lou Catfield. Uh, Johnny is a big Albion fan. Uh, Co-covers are West Brom, Courage at the Express and Star. Uh, but of course, we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Johnny next year as the Black Country to Albion returns. Oh, sorry, I'm so wrong there. They're finishing the words championship on record, sorry. <laughs> To be fair to them, to be fair to Albion, Johnny. Uh, in a couple of years' time, they'll be back in the playoff hunt in League One. <laughs> uh, but look, that's my last Albion joke this evening, because if we went through their entire score one by one, we'd be here all night. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. okay, here we go. So, I've been lucky enough to work with some great reporters at the Express and Star over the years. And I've invited them all tonight, and they all couldn't come, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but they've all sent me messages, so I'm going to read them out. And you can cheer or boo your <laughs> favourites. First of all, Mr. Tim Spears. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell him that him that. How many episodes have you Tim did with me? How many episodes over the years? 150. No, not bad. 131 episodes. That's a good shift. 131 episodes. So Tim's put this message to you guys. He said, Come on you Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm sorry I couldn't be there tonight, I'm currently swimming in a bath of cash. <laughs> <laughs> Joking aside, being Wolf's correspondent at The Expressive Style was my dream job. He says, the Wolf's pod was by far my favourite part of the week. I loved the live shows and I missed the buzz. I busted my gut for five years for this company, so it's great that I remembered the two things. Abuse of the week and pissing into a bottle while driving. <laughs> Says, but I have got something very important to say. To read more, subscribe to the Athletic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next person, Miss Rosie Swarbrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: interesting.
1: Well, three episodes, not not so good shift. Uh, She's very short message from Rosie. She says, sorry, can't be there tonight. Gone to watch Roman Says play for France. There's a niche joke there. There's a niche joke there. Okay, lost on a few people, that's fine. Um, okay, Joe Edwards, Yay! 74 episodes. He says, hope everyone's good, still living and breathing wolves as a fan. says, I love my time there and the two virtual live pods were fantastic. I hope to come back one day to see you all. I work up one more now looking after greyhounds so you can say my career has literally gone to the dogs. <laughs> come on, gold is dogs stuff. No? Right, enough chat. Should we bring him out? Yeah. Yeah. Should we bring him out? Yeah, okay. yeah. A bit reluctant to be fair to be there. Like, yeah, I guess so, let's bring him out. Uh, he is the Karate Kid on Acid. He is a self-confessed full package. Out of all the Wolves reporters I've ever worked with, he is by far the most recent. <laughs> Please welcome, Express Yourself, Wolverhampton, One reporter, himself, Mr. Leo. He Here he is, 5'7", i star in, starter. we're
2: in. I'm a lot taller in
1: real life, aren't I? Well, Not too sure, mate, it's not too sure. How are you
0: feeling? Have you had, had a couple of
1: looseners backstage? More than a couple of my friends. There is a lot of people in this room. There is a lot, mate.
0: It's hot out here It's well, but beautiful people. Absolutely the best. And look, I'm still the full package. You are still the full package. Second season, mate, you enjoyed it? Second season, been fun? It's been good, it's been good. Highs and lows? We've been pretty
1: yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> us, but well, me and you, as well, podcasts, as well. as have got a podcast, well, yeah. some terrible podcasts. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you will listen to the latest one before this live one yeah. 35 minutes. Yeah. Well, well, look, it was 35 minutes for a reason. reason. We had to get it to 300 <laughs> somehow. If that's why we've been doing two a week the last month <laughs> 298 podcasts live. That uh, is not going on my
1: CV. <laughs> um, so what was your highest high of this season, would
0: you say? It's got to be the food. <laughs> it's got to be fruit, hasn't it, surely? This guy is an absolute guy. And we've got Arsenal coming up, haven't we? Yeah. Second, was it second on the list? Second on the list, Ben & Jerry's, ice cream, fridge, uh, beer on tap, cakes.
1: You can't go wrong, can you? Food, desserts, tables, you're going to go, I mean, you are now, I mean, you're pretty rich at the moment. A year, yes. and a, half, a year and a half of this. It's game over, mate, honestly. You're going to join the dark side. I'll be 6-3, well, that's how I'll kick off. Of so, uh, I've got a boom to speak with you that you didn't know about this podcast. Um, so, Rosie, who's here tonight as well. Rosie, round of applause see. for Rosie. Yeah. Please yeah. a have yeah. I a you there. I mean... I mean, you've got on COVID, so I was in this. She's got 24 7 of this. I mean, that's like, yeah. astonishing. One of the luckiest. Astonishing. <laughs> now, we gave you some complimentary tickets tonight, not too many, but we gave you four. And I heard that little birdie told me that you charged Rosie tonight to come and see me. <laughs> <you. laughs>
0: what is going on, mate? I'm making money tonight. <laughs> so, she doesn't know that. You've dropped me in it. Really? Uh, made money. Okay, so I've got a bit of a,
1: got a bit of surprise for the piece. I'm ready. I've got a bit of a surprise. Let's see if it's over here, let's see where they are. Oh, here we are, okay, here we are, one second. Oh, the microphone still works, okay. Professor, now, as always, people might know, people might know, that we might have overbought who without the World's Podcast 100 on mugs? Because we thought we might shift a few more than, then, uh, oh, it's gone, the microphone's gone. Let's have a look. The time is been there.
2: Just one
1: second, wait, wait, wait. Well, it's been a great night, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> So we thought we, might shift. we thought we might shift a few and uh, we left with 75 of the 100 we bought. So we, brought, we bought some new podcast mugs, look at them. Look at them. Beautiful. 300 episode live. Hands up who would like a, a, a mug? Yeah. That's quite a few, okay. Well, you know. Not enough. Unbelievable. So how much are we giving them away for, Kino?
0: Well, the last one had Tim's mug on it. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. How much are we selling for tonight? What do you think? I'm a lot better looking. Go on. Ten. Lower. They were seven for Tim, weren't they? Lower. You're joking. Yeah. It's doing wonders for my hairline over there. It is. Three pounds, lower. Two pounds, quid.
1: They're absolutely 100% free. Free! Um, now, some people are winners and some people are, people are losers. Who got the ticket tonight? Who's got ticket tonight? When you came in, you got one little ticket, yeah? Who's got a zero or a five on their ticket? Zero or five. If you've got a zero or five on your ticket, you are a winner. So congratulations. So you, you and you and you and you and you, happy days. Go see the girls after the show or half time and you will get a free vote. So congratulations to everyone. Amazing. A few up tonight before we start. Kelly's host and are here. I love these sponsors, round of applause to them. Yes, that's right. Where's where's Jen and Simon Danks? Hands up, Jen and Simon Danks. Are they here? Over here? Back right, there they are. Uh, Jen and Simon Danks. They're 10 years celebrate their ten-year wedding anniversary. Round of applause. This was, um, this was Simon's present from you. That's right. I mean, <laughs> hell. <laughs> Presents and see us? That's absolutely brutal. I hope there's a little bit of hot and steamy action later on tonight. <laughs> I meant Pentandoori, disgusting <laughs> <laughs> man. Horrendous. Um, who else have we got? Uh, we've got our bosses. Martin and Matt here tonight. Ooh. Got our bosses. You've the point, in a good so, um, Liam, I know that you sent an email last month uh, asking for a little raise. Any, uh, any reply on that? Obviously not. No? <laughs> nothing at all? I, um, I sent one um, about a couple of weeks ago, didn't get anything back, and then I resent it, and uh, still nothing. Just a little tumbleweed gif, so uh, fingers crossed that we'll uh, maybe make it tonight. What do you reckon? It's going to go down,
0: is it? We're going down. We're
1: going down. We're going down. 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 Um, Right, our better halves, Rosie and Alana, who are here. So it's great to see them. Lovely to see you. Um, Now I I know I didn't say this, but we've never had, as a first on the pod, especially a live pod, because I know how many have been together, (laughs) we've never had a proposal. Well, this could be, this could be, not know I was doing this, this could be a world first. People will remember this for the rest of their lives. And come down, you know, you're surprised, I was there at that moment, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, I was there at the live pod. Um, I know that the other mic's not working at the moment, but is that convenient? Have you done that on purpose? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, she's a lucky lady. Yeah. And in front of all these people, Rosie. No,
1: I'm oh. <laughs> right. Uh, right, I've got another I've got a birthday to shout out because my beautiful mother is here today who is seventy years young. Bless her. Come on, come on, on. <laughs> Bless, her. Bless her. She's 70 years old. She's making a day over 85. But I thought the girls said happy birthday to her because it was a 70th. So, she's famous Maureen. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Maureen. Happy birthday.
0: No, no, you oh, Get out, Judy! You're making good. me look bad over here, lad. Not that she paid me to be here. It's unbelievable, mate. It's
1: unbelievable. We've also got um, the harem tonight. We've, we've got we've got Lynn, We've got we've got Sue. We've got Frida. It's fantastic. The Golden Girls themselves. Give them away. Give them away, everyone. Give them away. They've got absolutely no idea where they are. <laughs> The rupees, they think they're a Western musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, um, we're going uh, to start the show now, now we've got uh, all the bandit, so we're going to have a little, bit of a little bit of a quick picture, a little bit of a picture from our snapper. Uh, the lights are going to come up, we'll do a quick picture, we'll sit down and we'll talk all the Hampton Wanderers, how that? Yeah? yeah? All good, yeah, yeah, okay, so. Okay. Mate, I've been on stage for 15 minutes and the photographer gets the biggest laugh of the night. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk to all the Hampton Wanderers, okay? Well, we better put the lights back down, thank you very much. Okay, uh, look, we won't go on uh, too much with this, but Wolves uh, won Everton won. Can what did you make of it? Look, they should have been out the side, shouldn't they? I mean, I can't believe how bad Everton were. Give me awful. a 2nd I'll have the drink. Oh, here we go. Cheers, <laughs> everyone. cheers, everyone. Cheers, 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 cheers. Uh, look, they were brutal, weren't they? But they've got to kill that game
0: off. Everton aren't they, let's be honest. But, <laughs> but, as a Wolves team playing at Molyneux, you don't take your chances, True. You're not going to win a game, no, 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 no. And, and to be fair to Everton, they had a good you know, 15, 20 minutes. Wolves was probably the, the, the shortest team in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm. And we're getting absolutely battered yeah. uh, in the box. Mm. That's something to change as far as I'm concerned. But look, Wolves should have been outside, second half. And then we all know what, what, what came next. Yeah, uh,
1: look, where did this time get added? Because, you know, <laughs> seven, eight minutes. Good question. Scored, scored in like the 10th or 11th minute. And all of a sudden we hear, oh, the referees are going back to, to World Cup rules, which don't get me wrong. I think that's absolutely fine, but you've got to tell people first. Like no one knew. Lopetegui was, was furious, and um, when you concede like that, it's it's just it,
0: it's crazy, really. Well, what do we think about referees? Any thoughts in
2: here? Yeah,
0: I thought you might say that. Absolutely awful, aren't? You? Yeah, let's be honest. It's not it's not an easy job. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to do it. You couldn't do it. No. I wouldn't want to do it. No but my god they're terrible they're awful, awful. absolutely, absolutely awful. awful it's got to improve next year um,
1: but look the, I guess the story of the game was the farewells Uh yeah. Osh with, with a few of them look, Ruben Neves he's been unbelievable sensational probably I think along with Moutinho the two, one of the two best players that I've ever seen at you. and hands up if it's like are they legends the legends guys I think they're legends I know it's difficult to say at this moment in time but 15, 20, 25 years you look back on it we love bullying, we love, you know, a lot of the fantastic people to have raised you, but they've got to be legends, haven't
0: they? Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, Judah couldn't name a second legend after bully. <laughs> <laughs> bully and the rest of them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bully and bully, Bullyton.
1: <laughs> um, but, you know, look, Ruben Neves, he's been fantastic for the club. I think we all understand that it's very, very, very highly unlikely that he's not going to be here next season. But uh, he got the great send off. I thought it was amazing. The crowd were fantastic, and you know there were, there were a few a uh, few peeled onions in the press box as well. Wasn't
0: there? <laughs> you were in tears. Yeah, I was um, um, a little bit moaned. It was nice to see him get his moment come off. What was it, eighty-six minutes, something like that, as well. Mm-hmm. And, and he got that moment. He got his moment with the fans uh, all around Montjuïc uh, at the end as well, which obviously some of the players didn't get. So yeah. I'm pleased for him. I really yeah, know. look,
1: he, he got his moment. Uh, someone who didn't get the moment, uh, his moment was Raul Jiménez. Now. I understand that Raul Jimenez has made some mistakes, but at the same time, I want to look back at Raul Jimenez as has been one of the best strikers we've seen in recent years. And yes, he's made mistakes. Yes, there's been issues there with Mexico, with Raul. The club have made some mistakes as well. But for me, having him on that bench, using five substitutes in pretty much... okay, not a dead rubber game. They still want to win the game. They're winning 1-0 at a time. But not to bring him on, I thought... I don't think Lopatis has made too many mistakes so far that was bang out of order for me I think it was an own
0: goal yeah completely agree completely agree
1: and I felt for him and he was looking at that corner, on that corner flag once, and he couldn't believe it when he saw yeah. couldn't you warm up and he was like no don't you dare no do I was just about to, to say that
0: we, we were watching him weren't we I don't know yeah. if anyone else noticed um, he goes out to warm up heads out towards the corner flag and he stood there with his hands on his hips mm-hmm. didn't he stood there and he watched Mateus Kuhn run over to him and I think he probably knew at that point that that he was going to get shafted, yeah. And unfortunately, that's the word I'm going to use because I think he was, really, I think he was done dirty there. To be honest, I think yeah. he was, yeah. he's a he's a he's a player who's made mistakes, but what one hell of a striker. Well, he could have died for this football club. They let's be gone. honest, you know. And um, I
1: thought that was it's difficult as well. It's difficult. And we'll come on to Arsenal in a little bit, but I saw that he'd taken the Wolves kit off his bio and off his Twitter page, and we'll see whether he's played his last game for Wolves, which would have been at Manchester United actually now, wouldn't it, uh, with the substitute appearance that he made. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was really, really poor. And I know Lopetegui said about it after in the press conference that maybe I made a mistake, but you can't tell me that he didn't realise that at the time. I mean, you're bringing Ruben Neves on, you're bringing him off to, to... I mean, you're not taking Ruben Neves off if you want to win the game, but you want to give him his moment. So you can't tell me that Raul Jimenez, yes, he is still contracted to the club, but not to give him his last home. And when he came, he threw his, his trading top towards Lopetegui, he walked down you cannot be remembered for that. And to be fair, he came back up, he was in tears, walking around with Danielle and I just, I thought it was a sad, sad moment that could have massively been avoided.
0: Just give the guy two, three minutes. And also the context of the game as well. I mean, Wolves, I know they ended up conceding, but Wolves were massively in control. There was no need really to bring Cuny on at that point. Mm -hmm. Raul gets overlooked. Now, fair play to him, he came back out, he had his moment with the fans. He was absolutely beside himself, wasn't he? Um, And it was sad to see. I did try and stop him in the mix zone. As usual, didn't go very well. No, it well, uh, doesn't go well if you normally does it in the mix to, to be fair to him, he was very polite. You know, He, he laughed and said, I don't want to say anything. Mm. And that, for me, says everything.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's a difficult one because you've got to play, <coughs> as, a, as a host, I've got to play devil's advocate. When <coughs> Juno took over and before Christmas, before the World Cup, and what was the bottom of the table... If June Laporteague said, "Raul, don't go. I need you. I need you before the World Cup. I need you to come on for half an hour five minutes." Then he wouldn't have come on. So I can. You can look at it like that. But I think the build the bridges. They integrated him back into this team. For me, you've got to forget that. You take him for face value. He got back into the side. He got back onto the bench. He played at Manchester United. You put him on the bench for Everton. He deserved that moment. So I think that, you know. We'll, we'll talk about. It. We can talk about to a blue in the teeth, but blue in the face. But it's it's a diff- it's a difficult one, and I think one that. Um, one that he'll remember for a long time. Another one, Jean Moutinho, not even in the squad. Uh, I asked the question in the presser afterwards and Lopetegui said, look, I want him to play in today, but kind of, he did with his skirts around, it, he said, Moutinho did not make himself available for selection, which in front of you guys, and Moutinho has been an amazing, amazing play for the football club, but again, like you'd have thought, even if you didn't make yourself available, which for me is unforgivable. I think if your club, if this club is paying your wages, You've got to make yourself available for selection. I understand if he wants to go and continue his playing career elsewhere. But at the same
0: time, you should be there for that laugh of honour at the end. Again, completely agree. Um, look, this is a player who, up there with Nevers, has given Wolves fans some of their best moments in the last five, six years or so. Uh, an absolutely magic, magic footballer um, for Wolves. And look, he didn't have to arrive at this club either. The way he wanted to play in the Premier League, but he arrived at a club, newly promoted, and he didn't have to do what he did. He equally, he didn't have to do what he did on Saturday because he could have easily made himself available for selection. And that aside, playing football aside, not even turning up to watch the game, yeah. not even turning up to be with the fans mm-hmm. after the game, I think that's criminal, unfortunately. And it tarnishes, it's not going to tarnish his full legacy at Wolves, but it does leave a sour, a sour taste at the end. A
1: bit like his wine. <laughs> 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 I'll see how many of that shifts... Um, Adama Traore was there like as he played his, his last game for Wolves in front of a home crowd, which we shall see, but we saw the best and the worst of Adama Traore. Who was there at the game on, on Saturday? Anyone? Many people there? Most yeah. of you there? I mean, the first touch he made was basically into the South Bank. <laughs> Cross, you think, oh, there's Adama Triori of old. And then, of course, he's the catalyst for the opening goal. Uh, that's, that's what Adama Triori does. He can change games. And I think that sometimes people want to fix Adama Triori, and I think sometimes we've just got to take him for what Adama Traore is and say, this is, this is the player now. This is who we have, an extremely frustrating player. But at the same time, someone who cannot, there's people in the world of football, a lot of 99.9% of cannot do what Adama does. Use him off the bench next season or the next two or three years. Use him to, use, he's a weapon when you need him. He absolutely is. And I feel like that's something that I would like to see more as going forward. I don't know what you think, Liam. It's because he's ex isn't it? Well, it's ex as well, yeah. It's
0: a bit ex well. You love him. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I agree. I think we're both in the same boat with, with Adama. I know he splits opinion amongst fans. Um, I just think as the kind of player he is, he's not on very big wages, crazily enough, because he signed that contract in 2018. Long time ago. I know. And he's never signed a new one. Mm. So, it, it, on the grand scheme of things, he's on quite small wages. <laughs> you could re-sign him. You could keep him. There is still a possibility of that. Obviously, we know Wolves' financial issues at the moment, which we'll come on to, but Wolves could keep him, they'd be able to do it, uh, with, you know, moving a few things around, and, but he at the moment, he's, you know, he's open to it, but he is very much playing the field, a bit like you back in the day. Wow. He, wow. He, he, he's playing the field, he's flirting here, he's flirting he's there. Unbelievable. So unbelievable. you get me back? Can you get me back? I, I wouldn't rule it out, but it does seem unlikely. Don't, don't say it. A bit that. like you, it's I wouldn't so rule that. it out, but it seems it's unlikely. I didn't just realise that I came, came out to shower.
1: <laughs> came on stage to shout out to my ex, which uh, probably isn't the best when your wife's in the front row. But, uh, She's heard all the stories, moving mate. Moving on, she knows. Moving on. Uh, look, other people didn't come out, though. Daniel Pedent went straight down the tunnel, didn't come out for the lack of appreciation. That's interesting. Uh, no Ryan Act, Nori, no Johnny, no Pedro Neto. It's, uh, it's a bit of a sour taste, I think, leaving the ground, to be honest. which should have been a great day.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I think the Raoul thing, not to come back on that too much, but the Raoul thing for me was the, the biggest issue sure. I had because the biggest word for it it was a bit sad really I think yeah. we were both a little bit forlorn in the press yeah. box watching it um, but you're right the rest of them look um, eight Nori may be here next season Neto probably will be the others obviously massive question marks come and say goodbye come and say thank no, you regardless of that you come and see the fans because Wolverhampton is a working class area mm. these people work hard for their money to go watch their football club the least that fans deserve yeah. is these multi-millionaires mm-hmm. to come and see them that's the bare minimum for me yeah. unfortunately some of them chose against it yeah Oh, well said.
1: Um, I thought it was nice. Mateus couldn't you have got a great reception, and you know, he's—I think he's someone who hasn't kicked on as much as maybe people thought this year, but. I think there's a player there and I think that he needs he's not number nine No he's chance. not a not number no, nine as much as he's not but at the same time he is a very talented footballer he needs as partner I think you know Diego Costa has shown that he's a lot more better couldn't you when he's playing off players and off a main striker but the reception that he gets he could be a big fan for Adrian next year and they're going to need him to fire because he wasn't cheap He's one of Lopetigue's main men that he came in and they might have paid a little bit overpriced but they had to, to beat teams to it and at that time, when they're 20th in the league when they're struggling in the Premier League and you
0: want to get a top Brazilian striker then you're going to have to pay over the odds. Overpay, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Very good player, don't get me wrong. Look, Everton wanted him, Leeds wanted him, Wolves got him. Lopetigue wanted him and yeah. Wolves got him. So yeah, it's, it's a coup. I think he's a good player. He's definitely not a number nine. I think we all agreed on that. Is anyone here think he is a number nine? No. There you go That yeah. tells the story um, Playing off a striker Absolutely agree with that And it was nice To see the reception He got Because he's a He's a big character In the dressing room Him and Costa Jal Gomez Getting involved yeah. there's, a, there's a Brazilian uh, Link here yeah. and, and, and look He's a big character It was interesting Actually stopping him In the, in the mix zone wow. For the first time I Can't this conversation Come on <laughs> He's getting there With the English Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair My Portuguese Is a little bit rusty um, Tell me uh... <laughs> he, he did well Aside from when I said Mateus any chance of a, of a couple of minutes? He went. Matheus Nunes is on the way, mate. Oh, I promise you, that's what he said. Um,
1: so contracts uh, coming on to players who are out of contracts. How many people here? Hands up if you would if you would like Adama Troi to sign a new deal at the club. It's about, it's majority here, about sixty percent, sixty-five percent, I would say. Oh, I mean, I'd be happy for him to sign. Uh, anyone, Jan Matinho, sign a new deal, a new playing deal? Anyone, hands up. No, not one person. I think. Wow. he's Says so it all. There was, I thought it'd be a few. I thought there would at least a couple. Yeah. Charles's not happy. Um, Diego Costa. Who oh, like Diego Costa? Sign a one-year deal. That's half. Um,
0: That's a decent that number, to be fair. It's a decent number. Uh, Liam, what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? Not a chance.
1: Really?
0: <laughs> Look, no. I, 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 you know, he's definitely improved. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's and he is also massive in the dressing room. But I have to keep coming back to that point because it's really, really important. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. I don't need, to, don't need to do anything. i just let him hang himself. I'll tell you what, <laughs> big
2: lad.
0: <laughs> it was it was down here, there was a couple of dirty teams over here that went for it straight away. They we want to talk about Willy Wally, <laughs> for <I> think. <laughs> Big character in the dressing room. Okay, there we go. Dirty. Excellent. And, um But I, I, look, I just don't think we've seen enough goals, it's what makes strikers, as far as I'm concerned. And we, I'll come back to Raoul again. Look, I'm not obsessed with him. I promise. But he scored 27 goals in his second season at Wolves. Wolves have scored four more than that all season in the Premier League this year. Mm. Goals are the problem. I, I and, get, and look, I get that. But Diego Costa, first of all, needs to get fit. It took half the season to get
1: fit. So you know these last okay, he hasn't last a couple of games. He's been okay. But important six seven games there where they got massive points, and and Diego Costa was a big catalyst to that. He gets the crowd going. They are going one three. Yes, his wages will be expensive, but. Surely he's a, at least a conversation to sit down with she with Matt Hobbs and, and seeing whether they can thrash out a deal. I think he's great, like you say, for the dressing room. And I think the problem was the Wolves lost too many characters. Now, you, you're not getting paid a lot of money to have a laugh and a joke. You've got to still perform on the pitch. But I'm not saying Diego Costa is in my best 11 next season. But at the same time, surely he can be in and around that squad to be on the bench, to play in the cups. To, you know... You know, we'll talk about what will come on to Kalajic and a few others later on, but there's no guarantee that they're going to stay fit. So if you've got him as a third or fourth striker, you need to have a squad these days. And I, don't, I, don't, I think you do a lot worse than
0: Diego Costa. Well, that would be the only role that he would have, really, wouldn't it? You know, Fabio Kalajic potentially to uh, be playing next season. If Raul leaves, Costa is the, you know, the experienced striker in the squad, isn't he? So, yeah, there's a role there. Don't get hmm. me wrong. Yeah. Not, not enough goals, not enough for okay. me. Um, I think it's... Uh, you know, it's been a happy time with him and let him ride off into the sunset. And go get a big paid even in Saudi or somewhere like that. Okay. So, um, Liam, last Tuesday, uh, I, was, I was going on the old expressandstar.co.uk. Not, not much on there, mate.
1: Not a lot on there. Um, Forge slash sport forward slash Wolverhampton Wanderers.
0: Oh, a lot on there.
1: Um, I read a fascinating piece on the Express and Star about FFP, read by, uh, written by uh, some Liam Keane, um, about short-term futures. A lot in there. A lot in there to, to take on board. Uh, can you just give us a little bit about What's going on? Because obviously it shocked quite a few people. <laughs> shocked as well, I think, uh, with a few days later with him, uh, his words about
0: it. But um, what's going on and what's going on for next season? I think there's a sniper in the back that has just caught an eye of me after that story. Yeah. Um, look, it's split opinion on Twitter, you are yeah. telling me. I mean, it was uh, interesting that night uh, on Twitter. But look, it's the reality the Wolves are in. Um, Wolves made, I think it was around about 46 million loss in 2021-22. Obviously we're going to get this year's statement sort of, what is it, January time yeah, next year? January, yeah. It's going to be a big loss, let me tell you. It's going to be a big number. And because of that, this summer, Wolves are in a situation now where they're having to balance the books. It's a horrible phrase. I'm sorry to have to bring it out. They're going to have to balance the books. They're going to have to find a way to break even and to give Lopetegui the tools he needs to move this team forward. And that is exactly where the problems are coming from with Lopetegui at the moment because he wants to invest like every manager does. He yeah. wants the best he can possibly have and at the moment, the conversations are very difficult. Um, so, how much money do they need to get back? Do you think before they can start spending again? Approximately. Into the
1: nearest, you know, ten thousand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in, in in theory, um, hypothetically, they could sell Neves. Mm-hmm. What would you get for him? Maybe forty to forty-five with a year left. You could sell Nunes, who probably won't get many suitors after his season. A, a team like Liverpool, Man City, who were obviously mm-hmm. looking at him before, they might take a punt on him in the sense they will be a bit cheaper now than he would have been if he had a good season. Yeah. But you could sell them to hypothetically... And be level. And be about level. Right,
1: okay. I mean, look, it, it's interesting. and They spent big. They spent big to bring Lopetegui in, and they spent big because he needed the reinforcements. But look, you have to speculate to accumulate. Wolves were going down at Christmas. They needed money. Lopetegui said, well, come here. We need to give me the backing. Um, but at the same time, you cannot stand still. And I understand his frustration to a certain extent. You look at someone like Leicester City who won the Premier League, who's been the success story, it's incredible. But at the same time, they didn't spend in the summer and look what's happened to them. They're you know, fighting. I mean, they're probably gonna go down, aren't they? It's a shock to everybody, but the spending stopped. And when it stops and it grinds to a halt, you can't stand still in the Premier League because teams will overtake you. And you can say, well, I'll be better than that. I'll be better than A, B, C, D and E. But it doesn't work like that. So I get his frustration. But when you bring in someone like June Lopetegui to your football club, you're not bringing... I mean, he's the highest profile manager for, for many a year. And with that comes demands. Uh, because he knows he's done a great job. He's got... I've managed Sevilla. I've managed Real Madrid. I've run multiple silverware with, with Sevilla. I've managed Spain. I've come to Wolverhampton. I've come on your bottom of the table. I've taken you to, to 13th. We were safe with three games to go, which is probably four or five games to go realistically because 37 is probably going to keep you up. It's a fantastic achievement. So his stock's up there. So he can say, with the demands and with the background he's got, I need more investment. Now what I can't understand is how have they not had that conversation when Jeff Shee and Matt Harves and everyone has gone to, gone to Lopetiga, they said, oh, well, we'll give you 100 million in the, in the winter. But we'll not even have a conversation about, about the summer. Surely that has happened. Because it seems
0: to, it's caught him by surprise as well. Well, the way football clubs work is they work two or three windows ahead. I think we all know that. Wolves, and the same as every other club, especially at the elite level, Premier League level, they don't ride into the summer and think, bloody hell, what are we going to do here today then? They, they've got a plan. They, they have a plan. I mean, every some, other... clubs, some clubs do. Well, obvious. A... <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, look, they have a plan. And... The question marks that a lot of people in this room will be having, a lot of the questions that have been directed towards me is, has Lopati been lied to? Has, have, was he given false uh, ideas coming into, in, into the club about what the summer would look like? And he's been reluctant to answer that question, no surprise. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is that, you know, there were signings made in January. We all know how, you know, the six signings they brought in, the money they spent. There were signings made where there were conversations that, was, that, that essentially were saying, look, this might impact the summer because... Yes, you need this player now, but the summer's going to be difficult if we spend all this money. And the decision was made to sign those players anyway. For for the right reasons, because if not, Wolves were going down. If Wolves didn't make those signings, didn't bring Junior Lopetegui in, we'd be talking about a championship side right now. So it was the right decision. But Lopetegui... They just about got there, by the way, to make (laughs) the right decision. Just about. It was the right decision, but without Lopetegui confirming or denying it himself, as far as I can see, he was aware of what the situation was going to be. And... um, That's what makes his comments even more surprising. Yeah, I mean, we were floored, really, in the press comments on Mm -hmm.
1: Thursday, weren't we? I mean, it was absolutely stunning, the fact that he vocally said that, and he said it again and again and again. He obviously wants a message. He's obviously had the meeting. He's had the meeting with everybody to to discuss what they can spend, and he's he's obviously been blindsided or shocked, or he's conveying that he has been shocked with what he's been given. So, he's not the first manager to make these demands and to get his message across in the media, but like I said, when you're getting such a high-profile manager, you know, the likes of... I don't know, Ten Hag or Klopp or you know Mourinho, the, Conte, all these top managers too cool. They do this all the time. It's just because I think you know we're all wanderers, and we've got managers who were who were not too well known in the past. I mean, even Nuno was was okay, but not many people knew about him, did he? So, but when you're getting high profile managers, they will go to all avenues to make sure they get what they want because even though he goes into that he goes into that meeting and he said, okay, well this is what's going to happen. We've got to sell to buy. Uh, we need to finish 12th next year or mid-table or consolidate he won't want that because he's a top manager he wants to be contending and if he's not other clubs will do so it's not a threat but at the same time could you see a situation where if he doesn't get these demands because there's a message there and he said he's going to have more meetings he wasn't happy he's going to go back and go back and go back if we still don't give him what he wants could you see I mean we're selling a it's like a blind auction pit, silent auction about coming to a Lopetegui press conference next season. I mean, it could be another manager, but... Um, it could be Nathan Jones at this could point. could be. Oh, God,
0: <laughs> But do you, think, do you think that it will be Lopetegui next year if he doesn't get those kind of assurances? My gut feeling is that he stays with the club regardless. Um, I think the kind of character he is, the kind of integrity he has got, I'd be surprised if he walked away. And let's be honest, he'd be walking away from a multi-million... Pound contract as well. If he didn't get there. that money anywhere though, Liam. So the point is, if another club comes in, it's a different story. If they don't, I think Wolves would still in a good position. I really do. Now it's interesting some of the other messages he's putting out. Look, I, I don't want to spend loads of money, I don't want to bring big, high, f- high profile Real Madrid and Barcelona players, maybe Championship players, young and hungry players. That's the model the club are adopting anyway. So that's not his idea. Sure. You know, the club are already adopting that. And he's putting the right messages out to get what he wants. And now it's whether Wolves give it to him or not simple as yeah, that I mean some managers as Guillaume Balaguer the other day wasn't I mean he's he's obviously is that his push, agent?
1: pardon is that his agent? well he's obviously very close <laughs> to him but it's, it's some you know I hope that there is some investment that come in because realistically when they're going to lose some of these players they need they can't stand still can they? they can't and look some of these players have been promising but there's no absolute game changes in there. You need to add quality to this because you're going to be losing quite a few players and you can't just go down to a bargain basement and try and get a squad together and, and hope for the best. You've got to still, I think, spend £50, 60 £70, 80000000 million. Pounds.
0: It's a good thing you're not in charge of the, uh, the accounts. Then. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that. They, don't you think they need to to get the top players? we we'll are down with the Albion at this rate. Um, look, they need to spend money. Of course they do. But spend it within their means. Spend it wisely. Look, I quoted this in the story as well that they're looking at this sort of 8 to million million pound mark look at the signings Wolves have made mm-hmm. that fall into that bracket Neves Jota I could go on the list is long these players who are doing so good at this club well, a lot of mm-hmm. these were specials. specials oh, well come on to him <laughs> <laughs> look that, that's true yeah. it is true but Wolves want players now who want to be at this club and that's a crazy thing that we're sat here saying that they want players who want to be here in, in football. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes back to the fans. You guys pay a lot of money to watch Wolves. You want players who want to represent this club and represent you. And unfortunately, they've signed players recently. Yeah. You couldn't give a shit, some mm-hmm. of them, unfortunately. Yeah. One of them is in Benfica at the moment. Yeah, we'll come on to him later as well. Um, yeah.
1: So what expectations do you think there is next season Wolves?
0: What's he been told? Well, circle back to um, well, a few podcasts ago. I think we said they're going for Europe, didn't we? So there you go. I mean do you think that's what But he'll want to be going for Europe Of but course he'll, so. need, he'll need the artillery to do that Absolutely that, That's what his aim's going to be Why wouldn't it be Because he's June Lopatigi, You've gone through his CV already He's the kind of manager That wants to be fighting at the top He now needs the kind of Backing and squad To be able to do that But Devil's advocate yeah. Look at Brighton yeah. Brighton spend Ridiculously well They spend so little On such good talent Look at Nciso the other night again. I thought he was brilliant, by the way, when they absolutely spanked us.
2: Mm.
0: Excellent player. He's 18 years old. How many times are they going to pluck these kind of players out of nowhere? This is the model Wolves should be looking at, and they are looking at. It's now about keeping all the the parties happy. And if they can do that, they'll be in a good place.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, let's circle back a little bit. I mean, Julian Lopetegui has done a fantastic job at this football club. I mean he has, he's been absolutely brilliant. To take that team and to get them safe with X amount of games to go, I think, I think it's a brilliant, brilliant job. So he's, he's done what they asked. I mean, if Wolves go and play hardball and say, well, you've delivered it to us. If you want to walk, you can walk. You're not going to get your pay off and we'll get someone else
0: in. They
1: could do that as well, couldn't they?
0: They could, mm-hmm. I hope they don't. <laughs> yeah. Where would Wolves be now if Michael Beal had taken the job? Anyone? Any thoughts? I think they'll be around about Southampton, honestly, I do. Because you're not going to get those type of players. No. Look, I, I, I wasn't against his, uh, his arrival at the time, purely because of the I mean, Wolves were in a real bad place mm. when, he, when he was potentially coming in. Um, but in hindsight, and hindsight is an easy, easy... You know, it's 2020, it's easy to look back. My God, it would have been a disaster, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. And it was one phone call, one arrival away from joining. Absolutely. And, and they wouldn't have got the, the kind of players in, as you, as you rightly say, had Lopatigi not arrived. He wanted Cunha. The other players that they got were smart signings and cheap signings, mm-hmm. but that's the important thing. Smart and cheap, they were players that came in, wanted to play. Yeah. If they weren't young and hungry, they were players like Lamina and Dawson, who had a point to prove. Yeah. They came in, they were like, right, we want to play week in, week out. We're good enough to play in the Premier League. And keep this club influence. up. Yeah. And Lamina is an example of a player who was a bit of a He was at other clubs. He admits that himself, actually, so I'm all right to say that and he's grown up, he's matured a little bit. It's taken a while, he's 29. I thought he <laughs> thought might be a little bit <laughs> earlier than that. But these are the kind of players, as well as young, hung, young and hungry players, the Wolves are looking for. Mm-hmm. And it's served them well this year. It's now about, you know, as I say, striking the balance for Lopetegui.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so positions in the summer that need strengthening then, because there are going to be positions, they're
1: going to have to buy, they're going to have to buy some players. What would you say are kind of like the, the top three positions? Striker? <laughs> Has to be striker, right? I don't get a gold medal for saying that, do I? It's but, easy. But at the same time, J-Lo and the rest are keep on saying that Cunha is the main striker. He's the number nine. So could you see a situation where they just say, OK, we'll keep with what we've got and we'll go on to Fabio, we'll go on to Kalajic, but you know, maybe Diego Costa and say, well, that's enough for us. Or do they have
0: to bring another body in? Well, I look back at when Lopetegui was saying that. He was saying he's a number nine when they signed him. The club signed him as a number nine. Yeah. He's clearly not a number nine. However, look at the way he's been used recently. He's not being used as a number nine at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been used very sparingly as a number nine and more likely uh, than not, alongside Costa or you know, playing off the, off the striker. So Striker then, I mean, number one for you? Striker's a big one. Number um, one? I think it is number one. You've got Fabio Klajic, you know, yeah. question marks there, but yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, that's a big one. Okay, next one? The winger. It, it's a difficult one to say because Wolves have had a lot of good wingers and, a lot, and not a lot of them have got a lot of numbers, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Pedence, who's potentially going to leave, one year less on his deal, um, that joint highest scorer with six goals. Yes, yeah, you, know, it, you know, Neto, nowhere near enough this season. Um, same with Adama, got two goals. Mm-hmm. So, look, that's a big one for me. Final one, I'll say, is probably right back. stay staying now. You probably need someone there. Johnny's probably moving on. Yeah. Question marks over Hoover. What might happen there? So, Lembert Keys is a very good player, but he may go on loan. So, yeah. there's, a few, there's a few key ones for me. Okay, interesting.
1: Um, Talked a little bit there now for about half an hour, 40 minutes. I think it's time to play a bit of a game. Liam. Let's do it. A little bit of a game with the Peeps because we have got an incredible... Johnny, where's Johnny. Johnny, can you show our, our, ke- our, our sponsor prize by KettleAndToasterMan.co.uk? It's, it's incredible what it is, by the way. Look at that! It's look at this! Everyone. A kettle and a toaster is up for grabs. It's absolutely unbelievable. From KettleAndToasterMan.co.uk, they've supplied the highest spec kettle and toaster that you can wish. They, you four pieces of bread at the same time. Oh,
0: slow down, he's coming again. Oh, look at that. Here he is,
1: <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, come on, a bit more exciting. Come on! Okay, there we go. So we've got a bit of a game, we've got a bit of a... This game is called Play Your Tweets Right. Play Your Tweets Right. a bit like Play Your Cards Right with a certain Mr... So, are you ready? Are you ready for the game? Okay, this is what's going to happen. We are going to have... I'm going to give you a name of a Wolves player, and I'm going to tell you how many followers on Twitter he has. The contestant number one's going to come, we're going to show you a Wolves player. And you've got to tell them whether they've got more or less followers from the previous player. It's pretty simple. You'll be absolutely fine. If you get it right, you continue. If you get it wrong, you move to the back of the queue and the next person gets a chance. Whoever is there at the end wins the kettle and toaster. So, big prizes. Come on, win the kettle and toaster! Thank you very much. Crikey, this needs to get to bar in the, it, i will telling you. Would you like like to come forward, please? Thank you very much. What's your name? Marina. Marina. Round of applause, Marina. Now, Marina, what football team do you support? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there you go. Correct (laughs) answer. Good (laughs) answer. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a player, and the player is Wolverhampton Wanderers goalkeeper, Dan Bentley. Now, Dan has, and the crowd can help you with this, no cheating though, don't look on your phone, Dan Bentley has... Thirteen thousand six hundred followers on Twitter. Johnny, we get the fir- Can we get the first person, please? Now, does this player, Chikinio, have more or less followers than Dan Bentley on Twitter, who's on thirteen thousand six hundred? Higher or lower? Higher or lower? Higher? We've got higher. 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 Liam, can you uh, Can you rip it off, baby? Ooh. Oh wow, it's, I'll tell you what, it's high quality. Come on, uh, listen, Hobbycraft. No, no, <laughs> it, so... oh, I can't read it, sir. Come on, it's there somewhere. can't read it. What have we got? 9.8 thousand, sorry, sorry, you got it wrong, slower. Come to the back of <laughs> tell you what, good job, guys. Look, <laughs> it really is. you an audio Come forward, please, sir. What's your name? Fred. Fred, Fred. Uh, and uh, who's your favourite Wanderers 204 of all time? Uh, probably Liam. Wow, okay. Lots a guy! Anyone, anyone? Right. So Chikinio is 9.8 thousand. Next person, please, Johnny. Liam Keen. King. Liam Keen's up there. <laughs> it was meant to be. Liam Keen's up there. How many followers 9, 8, does 9.8 thousand Liam Keen have? Higher or lower than 9.8? It's got higher. It's got higher.
0: This is very interesting, it. It's better not rip off again. I mean, I did. Oh, mate, you've got a stinker in. Really? really? <laughs> you can't read it. 22.2. 22.2, 22.2. I'm watching it carry Forward.
1: 22.2, 22.2. Here
0: we go, the next one. That's the last time I let you do this. Look, Nelson, crap, that was a crap. This is
1: my So we're at 22.2. Next person. Higher or lower? Max Killman. Max Killman. On Twitter, Max Killman. Higher or lower than 22.2. I'm going to yeah. oh, yeah. go?
0: Yeah. go lower.
1: It's going to go lower? <laughs> oh, that's what I like to hear. How's that
0: noise in this room? No, lower.
1: Player. Lower, here we go. Can you rip it off, please? To show no number. <laughs> <laughs> I will we have to tell <laughs> it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> what What does <was> it say? <laughs> it says 13.9 <laughs> pounds. What's lower? What's lower? Okay, quality, this. quality. <laughs> Next one, here we go. Daniel Pedence. Daniel Pedence on 13.9. More or less, higher or lower? Higher. Higher, he's going higher.
0: Oh, this one's slightly better.
1: Oh. (laughs) Wow. 33.3, it was higher. Congratulations. He's still going. Could he be there at the end? 33.3 thousand. Next person, Johnny. Here we go. Next person is Nathan Judah. Nathan (laughs) Tudor. 33.3 thousand higher or lower. He's doing well. 33.3. Higher it has gone <laughs> higher, it has gone higher, Liam. it has gone higher than 33.3. We might to sell. No, you wouldn't tell him. Ten! Ten! 40.3 thousand, congratulations. a full bar somewhere. He's still going. Maybe just maybe just ease it ease it off with the yeah, no, a ribbon. Yeah, that works last time. Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. well done, okay. Here we go, so we're at 40.3 thousand. Pedro Neto, higher or lower? Pedro Neto. Gone low, he's gone oh, lower, he's, low he's gone lower. Is it higher or lower than 40.3 yeah. well, yeah, thousand? Can we tease it? Oh, that's a, that's oh. a good one. Oh. 49 thousand, he's wrong! Back in the cube, please. said, it was a great run, It was a great run. Next person, here we go, we're getting into the nitty gritty man. Okay, so we're at 49 thousand. What's your name, sir? Tom. Tom, and uh, who's your favourite uh, Wolves host of all time, The Express and Star? Yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah. um, so 49,000, Tom. Next person on the list is Pablo Sarabia. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Far, oh, it was confident he's gone high. He's gone high straight away. No messing about with Tom. 49,000. What have we got? We're in. 176,000. Well done. Uh, Tom, you're Tom, you're there. Very good. Okay, next person, 176,000, oh, Ruben oh. Neves! Yeah. Ruben! 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 Yeah. High or lower than 176,000 for Ruben yeah. Neves? Lower. Uh, Always Oh, he's gone lower. Oh, low. he's gone lower. He's gone to her, he's, he's gone against the curve. 176,000 Ruben Neves has got. There oh. oh, here we go. Go on. <laughs> We're in. Whoa, 106,000! Correct. You were, you were right to go lower. You were right to go lower. You knew you were okay, little, little now. okay, here we go. Next one, Tom Nelson Samado. We're 106,000. Higher. 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 higher, higher, higher. He's confident again. Higher than 106,000. He's actually 209,000 followers. You were right to go high. You were right to go high. Next one, 206,000. Oh, What's end here, Tom? All... Adama Triore. This calendar is to his ear. It's close. Adama Triore. Higher or lower than 206,000? It's gone lower. It's gone lower than 206,000. Tease it, tease it, tease it. Can we get it? The 206,000? It's not looking good. Go on, Liam. It's not looking good, breath. 354,000. You're wrong. 354,000. Here we go. Come on. Come on. You're back in the lead. Okay. Are you ready? We're at 354,000. Have you got a Twitter account? Have you got a Twitter account? No, you haven't got a Twitter account. Okay. We're at 354,000. Zhao Gomez, Is Zhao Gomez,
2: the Gomez,
1: oh. higher or lower? 354,000 followers. She's got high. She's got high. 354,000. Oh, uh, mate, we're about the same. Thing. It is. It is.
2: 562,000.
1: She's so going. Come on. Two left. Two left for the big star prize. Have you got a kettle? <laughs> <laughs> Lucky lady. We <laughs> <laughs> paid eight quid to get in here, so I don't know what you expected for prizes. Okay, here we go. Uh, next one. Two to go. Zhao Mutinio. Higher or lower than 562,000. Higher or lower. That's the morning, Zhao. You're already selling a few. The few tips, have some yeah. Higher yeah. or lower? Higher or lower? She's gone lower, she's gone lower. It's lower, it's been 22 you it's still going, okay. Last one to win it, to win it. Who is it? A big moment. Raul Jimenez.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, awesome.
1: yeah. He's got like That's Raul Jimenez. To win a kettle and a toaster. And there's no guarantees that we're going to see the number on this. Higher or lower? Has he got higher or lower? Higher or lower. We're pulling for you. Don't do don't, don't It's okay. I'm not am just going We're really pulling for you. I feel a bit like that, Dennis. What did the survey say? Higher or lower? That's <laughs> my <laughs> kid. <laughs> 322,000. Ralph Jimenez has gone. it Has gone. it Has gone. Zero. Oh, yeah. We've got it. 3.5 million. Yeah. yeah! Yes, get in there. congratulations, kettle and a toaster, super, what's your name again? Marina. Marina, fantastic Marina, give Marina a round of applause, just okay. 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 as well. We're going to go to a half time okay, guys you're going to get a hug, no. three free book okay for later on. Thank you we round of applause for everyone please, thank you, thank you. Amazing, amazing. Righty. Okay, um, time for the interval now everyone, half an hour interval, go and get your drinks, raffle tickets are still there, we're we'll giving some amazing proper prizes out the second half by the way, silent auction as well, um, all proceeds are going to the Walls Foundation, get yourself to the toilet, get yourself a drink, we'll see you in half an hour!
2: Welcome back Liam
1: Keane and Nathan Truman! Right, we are giving away spot prize. Get your raffle tickets out, everyone! Uh, a 2021-2022 last season squad signed shirt and a Joe Hodge training, war- well he's worn it himself before the Chelsea game. Double fries. Here we go, Johnny can you get it oh, out? It's this one here. So Johnny's gonna show you, he's gonna show you all. So take more authenticity. It's Joe Hodges training top and he signed it as well, that he wore for the Chelsea game. And also a squad sign shirt here. Look at that, with all the top names on it. Absolutely fantastic. So. Here we go, here we go, uh, I'll take the first one, and it is, it's on, it's on green, it's on green, we've got green, the strip is 486 to 419, 486 to 419, there it is, there, there it we is. go, come on, yeah. what are you? yeah. That's it. Yeah. you're already on that, congratulations, right, so what's your name, Mark, Mark, congratulations, Mark. Now, Mark, there's a twist. Oh. Here we go, Mark. You ready? There is a twist. Here we go, Mark. Um so we've got this. You have it. You can walk away with it. 2021-22, last season, but it is still beautiful. All the players have signed it, and Joe Hodge, could be, are a Republican and the full international soon. And obviously, breakthrough year in the World's First team. And don't forget, True Cow on that show as well, yeah. it's What a player, he oh. oh, what a player, wow. Oh! Um, You can go
2: for the mystery box. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Mystery box. It could be something absolutely incredible life-changing. It could be something awful. (laughs) (laughs) Now the choice is yours. You can walk away now. I'm giving you the chance to walk away now with a squad sign shirt from last season and Joe Hodge, or the mystery box. What would you like to do? Well. I thought I'd take the, uh, the shirt. The oh show. No, just, just say yes, it. just say yes. <laughs> <it's laughs> I'm a gambling man, so I'll take the mystery box. Oh, he's in the oh, My oh, word! Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Oh, out, he's taking the mystery box. Here we go. Here we go. You're about to regret your decision, <laughs> <my friends. laughs> Very swiftly. We don't know what's in the mystery box, by
2: the way. <laughs> wow. Leo.
1: It's not, is it? I'm telling you, he's it gold. He's it all gold. All gold. We have got a home shirt signed by one person and one person only, one of the greatest managers ever to manage Wolverhampton Wanderers. You have given away the Joe Hodge worn warm-up shirt and last season squad signed kit. For a home shirt signed by the greatest manager of all time, Bruno
2: Lodge! Bruno! Congratulations!
1: (laughs) I mean (laughs) the AB solid failed. Congratulations! (laughs) Bruno, Bruno! 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 you're not getting anything for that on eBay. eBay's good. You're not getting for that on eBay, pal. Hey, round of applause. He took the gamble. He took the gamble. Oh, God. oh. oh I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. I hope someone's going to a mystery box. Right, shall we? Um, shall we sit down? Shall we sit down? Let's, Let's do sit it. Sit down. Let's sit down. Okay. More prices <laughs> to come. Oh, he feels. Ter- I feel terrible for him. I, oh, I don't. Him. Was he was
2: hilarious. Like Bruce, he might like Bruno. <laughs> 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 Bruno. Br- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, give him the box afterwards, Johnny as well. (laughs) Maybe you can put eBay in as a mystery box. It was a mystery box on eBay. Crikey. Uh, Right, straight into that next segment. Right, we talked a little bit about this, but obviously Wolves are going to have to sign players, or sign players are going to have to sell players to sign players next season. Uh, Balancing the books. So I wanted to kind of discuss with you some of the players that Wolves might be selling in the summer and what money they're going to raise. So you've talked about Neves, so what realistically do you think Neves is going to go for? What would Wolves sell Neves for? One year left on his deal, he's been fantastic. You know, I think that sometimes, if, if, even if you've got one year left, it doesn't really matter because if you've got two teams wanting you on Europe or in the Premier League, I think, I think really you're getting market value, maybe a little bit off, but not a massive discount. So... What do you... <laughs> <laughs> he's fuming about Neves going, He's okay. gone. What do you think? Uh, what do you think he's going to
0: get? Yeah, I sort of mentioned it in the first bit. I think forty to forty-five with a year left. They've, they've been sort of the figures touted. Um, I mean, what obviously, you think Wolves would accept? I think so. I think so. I, I look at some of the reports overseas as well. In Spain, we know what what they're like over there. And talking about Xavi not wanting Neves that's incredible. I mean, come on. I think he's a he's a, he's a Champion League almost a championship Champions League He <laughs> was Level Midfielder um, And I think he would slot into Yeah Most, most teams so, so I think that's the number I mean The worry for me
1: And being from a selfish point of view And I'm sure probably A few of the fans here as well Is I don't want to see never Playing in the Premier League For another team I'd rather him go No absolutely anywhere Would you, absolutely. Do you think the same? Yeah. Absolutely. So You know I, I don't care where he goes As long as he, he goes abroad uh, he's a fantastic player so let's say £37 million comes in after Arsenal from I don't know Real or someone like that you don't think Wolves will accept can you see any chance of him being on the plane to Korea next season and think that is it done 100% because we saw we were, we were in the same position at Anfield last season we were we were. And you stopped him in the tunnel and he was saying his goodbyes he was saying it's been fantastic without saying he's going to go we knew he was going to go and he stayed so is there any chance Whatsoever That Ruben Neves Could somehow If something didn't Work out for him That he could end up Because he does love it here his, his family's here You know The best play years Of his life here He's got a city That absolutely adore him Could he sign that deal Or, or is he not on that flight and he's, and he's gone within A month Month and a half
0: We're we'll talking in the first section About players who You know On that final day Or final day at Molineux Against Everton Didn't show the fans The appreciation they deserve Yeah Neves is certainly a player Who does not do that and there's a sort of informal agreement with Wolves, because we know that Wolves will allow players to move on if and when the money's right, if and when a big team comes in. Um, fans don't like it, obviously, they can understand why, but they have this agreement with Neves in principle that, look, you know, you will get a chance to move on at some point. The player, to his credit, is adamant that if he doesn't go in the summer, he will sign a new deal with Wolves. Now, whether that happens or not is another thing, but he, will not, he, well, he doesn't want to allow Wolves... To go for, go for nothing He doesn't want to leave this club And leave Wolves in the shit Let's yeah. be honest So To his credit There's obviously a chance He could sign something He could stay But as with last summer The likelihood is He moves on
1: So 40 to, 40, you're saying 40 to 45 I think you're so. saying? Okay I, mean, I think that would be Good business for Wolves To be honest as well um, Roel How much money is he worth Market value these days now? What has he got a year left? Year left Obviously And as soon day- as well What are we thinking?
0: We're thinking MLS Are we thinking you know, back to Mexico. Well, Club America, you know, publicly come out and said they were in contact with him. Yeah. Um, you know, they obviously want him. The player, according to one of the officials at that club, said that he wants to stay in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure a European team is going to spend a lot of money on him. As good as he was for Wolves in his time at the club, yeah. the last 18 months have not gone well. He's made mistakes. I mean, he's he's not clearly mis- not, not been the same player. Same. Clearly, clearly. No. and for me, you probably struggle to get into double figures in terms of a million. Um, Seven to eight, maybe, but yeah, you know, that's a guess. Uh, so what is he now? He's thirty-two as well. Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to get probably double figures, are you? No, I don't think so. But he, he definitely—he's not going to be at Wolves next year, is he? I mean, look at his reaction. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Everton says it yeah. all.
1: Um, so left back, I want to talk to you about. We talk about Totti Gomez, who's played at left back who's been, you know, really good. I think, and I think, surprised us all. Um, Ryan Giles from been alone at Middlesbrough, the Championship team of the season, are set to be. I think is someone I'd like to see given a chance in pre-season. Because he plays for Borough. Because he well, he played for Borough. Played for right. Borough. Well, missed, yeah. missed out on the, uh, on the championship final. That would have been great for our night out on Saturday night, by the way. Have you told one about the night out? We are taking Lee on a bit of a night out on Saturday in London. Free uh, um, Arsenal. So He's already told me it's £11 a pint. It's uh, <laughs> not going there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. <Christ. laughs> This was free. Oh god it was, yeah. So um <laughs> no. it's the last thing you're gonna get for free, I think. Uh, could be a bit of an I've got I've got some I've got some some establishments lined up for you, lad. It's <laughs> Crikey. But yeah, Ryan Giles, Ryan Agnori, do you think one of them or
0: both of them could be sold, or both of them could you see in the squad next season? Well the boring answer. Go on. Possibly. <laughs> okay. <Possibly. laughs> I mean look, eight, eight clearly not being fast. Are they the similar player though they're very similar. Similar. one or the other? Very similar. Look, they're players who are better going forward, players who can play as wingers. Um Eight nor he could go It's not guaranteed Obviously under contract but
1: look He's not even really been in the squad
0: Lopati's not having him mm. At the moment So you've got to think He's the likeliest To leave out the two Would you say Absolutely I would say so At this point Of course things change The manager will see him In pre-season Things will change For my money I agree with you mm. Giles deserves a chance In the summer yeah. Bruno Large Publicly said I want to see Ryan Giles In pre-season Give him a chance Four days before pre-season He was on loan
2: mm-hmm.
0: Now whether that was Bruno going back on his word Or the club Wanting to send him out Look we don't know But at the end of the day I think Giles has showed enough In the Championship When you've got a manager Like Lopatigi Talking about Wanting to Potentially sign Championship players Mm -hmm. You've got one of the best Performing Championship players From last season Yeah Who's free Mm -hmm. He's already your player Mm -hmm. It's a no-brainer for me to give him at least an opportunity at bare minimum in the preseason. So, what do you get for Ryan
1: At Norrie then? Let's say let's so say they go with Jars and leave Ryan At Norrie. What would you say, Marky? I mean, look, they were talking about thirty, forty,
0: fifty million at one point in Man City. I mean, that's that's obviously a lot less now. Not a chance. Uh, are, you, are you getting double figures for him? Uh, you are. Yeah. You are. You're probably getting around your money back. You're looking at ten to twelve. I'd say. I, I, it's clearly not gone well for him at the moment. But well, look, I mean, he's still a young lad, isn't he? He's 21. He's a player who I think... I think you do. He's genuinely really talented. I really do. He's had some good games Wolves, by the way. But look at his... Um, I think his, his personality as well. He's not a troublemaker, mm-hmm. by any means. But he's a little bit dopey. Hey, <laughs> <Ain't nor laughs> him. And I say that with love. I say that with love because... Yeah, be he- I don't mess around, exactly. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a player who doesn't cause problems uh, Golden Girls quiet please uh, <laughs> he's a player who doesn't cause problems but he's not going to run into the ground for you at the same time um, like a Kwan someone who was going to run all day for you for better or worse he's not going to that. do that do part I don't know
1: where that hand is by the
0: way you know. <laughs> um, so a couple of
1: others I mean you mentioned Max Kilman, and that he could get he could get sold so is that a realistic chance? Could you see, I mean, look, obviously, first team player, one of the first teams on the team sheet, you'd have thought, performed a really good partnership with Craig Dawson. That would be a shock to me. But is that someone who would be the shock player to leave if something was going to happen in the summer? Because if they are going to raise and they are going to go above and beyond and get big money, he's the kind of player who will demand,
0: I would have thought, a significant fee. Look, Wolves obviously need to make a little bit of money this the summer. We know that we've gone over that. I don't think they're going to be forced into anything, and are and Kilman's a player that they love. Of course they do. He's a very talented player, who is coming to his own since Dawson's come back. And that's that's fair to say, isn't he? Since Dawson's arrived, Kilman's got back to a bit more of his old self from last season. But Kilman will demand a decent fee. Ben White went for what fifty million. Kilman goes for up to thirty five potentially wow. is the figure that you're looking at. I think a lot of fans would probably take that, because, albeit, yes, a very good player, maybe not kicked on to the extent that, that some fans expected. Well, it was close to him
1: and Monty until, and then Gareth came to watch him and it didn't, didn't work out for him. My the word, it
0: went, it went all down when Gareth was around. He's 26, so the deal yeah. that
1: he signed, if he does sign a new deal, he's, I mean, he, th- these are going to be, the, I guess, some big years for
0: him. Yeah, absolutely, and Wolves won't be forced into in anything, as I say, but if interest is there, mm-hmm. if the player wants to go, he's a player that they could generate money from, for this summer conundrum that, that, that they're in. And at the moment, as it stands, we've heard about Spurs being interested. That's absolutely true. Napoli, who have just won Serie A, are also interested in Max oh, Killman. Really? Two, two clubs there. No bids as it stands, but two clubs that could spend a good chunk of money there on, on a player who is clearly very talented.
1: I think that could be on uh, social media in a, a few minutes. a few fan sites out there. There's a couple so, of them in. Where are Napoli you? and what? Napoli and Spurs? Napoli and Spurs. Oh, interesting. Um, right, now one person who's been an absolute disaster. And for people listening to the water party know that I do not like this guy whatsoever. So Say it how it is. Come on. I really hope he's not on the plane to Korea because that could be an awkward if he sat next to me on the uh, in the aisle seat. Gonzalo Guerres was has been... Just, just attitude as well as being on the pitch but on it, off it was definitely not the right player I think came here under duress I don't think he was happy to be here in the first place and you know it just hasn't worked out for him but for me if it's not working out for you that's fine but he did not look like he was trying in certain games that's the frustrating thing for me and can Wolf, I mean he just had his second knee operation so one is he going to be fit two will Wolf sell him and three is he worth anything? no
0: <laughs> no, look. Yeah, obviously that that um, that knee operation is going to have a big impact. Of course, it will. He's a player who I don't think is a bad guy. I'll say that. I don't. <laughs> he's unhappy. I don't think he's a bad guy. He clearly did not want to be at Wolves. Is there any Wolves fan in this room that does not that wants a player who does not want to play for your club? No one's going to say yes to that. Of course, they're not. Everyone in this room would die to play for Wolves, and. Unfortunately He was one of a few players That was forced To come to the club Because the money Was too good in the deal mm-hmm. And that's a mistake The Wolves have made It's a mistake They're trying to correct To their credit But he's a player Who didn't want to be mm-hmm. here And he showed that On the pitch didn't he I mean how many times Have we seen him Throw his arms in the air Sulk yeah. Just nowhere near The kind of effort levels The talent's clearly there I mean mm-hmm. look He scored goals in, in Spain It's not the same As the Premier League But he scored goals And he, he just wasn't interested Simple can, as that Can you get money for him
1: though? Or do you <laughs> think He'll go on a second alone? Yeah.
0: Loan's probably more likely, but it's not impossible we get money for him. But unfortunately, you're not going to get anywhere near the 27 and a half. I'd be very surprised if you do. That you, that you paid for him.
1: Is he going to be Wolves? One year like left you've again. Said, you've said club highest scorer. Top scorer. I mean, again, I think he flatters his Steve. I, I do like him when he's on, but he's just so whiny and so windchy sometimes. And he can rub people up the wrong way. And if I was watching, I was, you know, I was watching, I was... The opposition. I I couldn't stand Daniel Podence. Now, I think at the same time there's a lot of quality there, but I'm just not sure whether he's into anymore. I feel like he's um, he's ready to go. No, and and if so, and if so, will he
0: demand decent money? I feel like his market value will be higher than it is here. Absolutely agree with that. He's another player. You come back to the Everton game. We're watching watching all of the uh, you know well the majority of the players go around and see the fans, and he's another player heads down the tunnel. Yeah, he played the majority of the game. Heads down the tunnel. As I'm heading out to go down to the mix zone, what, 20, 25 minutes later, he's only just coming out. He went out, he got a shower, he got yeah. changed and he left because he was interested in seeing the fans. First of all, I think that's really poor. Genuinely really poor. I think he should be shown a lot more respect to the fans. Mm-hmm. That's the first point. Second point is he's a bit of a character and I don't mean that in necessarily a good way. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a little bit of a prickly character. I said prickly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's got one year left he would be keen, I yeah. think, to move on, and I think it makes sense to, to part ways.
1: Okay. And he probably does,
0: okay. you know, Money-wise. a decent fee, a decent fee. we like what? probably. fifty. I, I think you're talking about that, because even though he's got a year left, he's a player who's shown a little bit of quality at times. Flats yes. to deceive, as you say, but there's, there's quality there, there's, there's money to be made. I think he's a, a wise player to move on.
1: For um, I don't think this has happened, but Wolves have done this in the past, and I guess there's no right-back at the moment anyway, so you're probably not going to sell him, but they signed club option Nelson Samedo. <laughs> now they took a club up shout out on benicophobia a while ago and <laughs> sold him at a profit could you see any re- anything why I mean look obviously Nelson Tomato could have walked away for free mm. going into last week so now they've got him on a two year deal he's worth money again so if there's interest there could they get rid of Nelson Tomato or do you think there's absolutely no
0: chance never say never but the manager loves him regardless of what people in here think the manager loves him who's most. a Tomato
1: fan by the way in here Tomato fan oh there's not many I mean, that's, that's, that's a 10%, 10%. Yeah, that's struggling. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love him.
0: Like, the, the I, mean, manager... you, I mean, you took three and a half months to give him higher than six, and you played ratings. Okay, don't, don't bring back to that. <laughs> I got slated. Um, yeah, look, he's a player who the manager loves at the moment. That doesn't mean the manager won't change his mind or won't make signings that, that he thinks will improve the squad. He's done better recently. But he, he's definitely done better since probably the you know, turn of the year when Lopetegui arrived. And I'd be surprised if he moved on Put it that way But he would, have, he would definitely have suitors Don't get me wrong There'd be yeah. clubs on the continent Who would take a punt on Nelson Smeda
1: I mean Lopetegui said that he didn't recognise him When he was here He says that's not the Nelson Smeda that I know And he has defended better But I don't know Like an average replacement Premier League right back Are you, I don't think I think he's fine But he needs to kick on again He had a great period in to under Bruno yeah. When Wolves were flying They were like 6th, 7th I think they had that double weekend Going into Was it Arsenal and West Ham? while ago now and he was playing the best football of his whole yeah. career absolutely thriving and then he picked up that hamstring injury and you know I think it's just
0: what's he scored one goal you need a lot more going forward yeah. there was times under Bruno as well where he had game after game after game of one on one situations how many did he score
1: yeah.
0: there you go that says it all yeah of
1: course um, Fabio Silva
0: thoughts in the room There you go. I think you've got to get a chance. I think you have to try. Because, look, Anderlecht, PSV, it's not the Premier League. Let's not be silly. At the same time, he's gone from scoring zero goals in a season to scoring 15-odd. So there's a big difference there. The problem you've got is he's a player who, at this moment in time, would prefer to stay out on loan elsewhere. He's said it publicly. It's, It's not a surprise to anyone in the room. He wants to stay and play... Regularly outside of the Premier League, and I think the people around him would like that at the moment as well. So, we talk about you know, Lopetegui and Wolves wanting players that want to be at the club. Fabio Silva is not a bad kid whatsoever. I interviewed him a few times, yeah. you know, he, he comes across like a good lad. However, if he doesn't want to be here next season, the Wolves have their hands, hands tied a little bit. It's a difficult situation, yeah, but he's a Wolves player, but he doesn't want to
1: be here. I mean, look, I think Fabio Silva. ...wants to be playing like you say, regular football. And if Fabio Silva comes and he starts the game, and you you know you're at home, with first game of the season, you're not in Forest, and he's starting, and it's Cunyman Silva, and he scores two goals, and he's in front of the South Bank, or we're celebrating over here. He, he he'd love it, he'd love it. You're not selling me, you know. Of course, it's been a, a sour journey for him so far, at Wolverhampton Wanderers. But I think if you get that kid on there now with some renewed confidence, and he scores, just have to score twenty goals, by the way. I mean, this is still a young lad. But if you spent that amount of money and Jeff said you know these amazing things about him, you've got to give him a chance. We talk about a number nine, they're desperate for a number nine, they're desperate for someone in the box. Box And always, to be fair, even when he was missing chances, he was getting in good positions. He gets in strikers positions. And I feel, with well, Kunya you there with maybe a Neto or Triori or Huang or whoever off him? I think that you could see a great season for him. And if they haven't got loads of money, I'd be all right with Fabio Silva being my number nine to start the season. Give him a run. Don't give him one or two games and then take him off on the bench and have four or five and then give him another, you know, a Carling Cup game. You say, if you're Lopatigi, right, you're my guy here. I'm going to give you ten games. You've got ten games here. Don't worry about your performance. Don't worry if you're drifting out of games. Just be there and I'll give you ten
0: games and see how it goes. And if it doesn't
1: work out, you can, you can loan him out in January.
0: And to his credit, Fabio has never been a player who's thrown the towel in, mm. really, as far as I'm concerned. He's not a Guedes. He's someone who actually genuinely tries Now, it comes back to the point again for me, as much as I agree with what you said there, Mm -hmm. about wanting to be at the club. That's a massive question mark over Fabio. Now, things might change in the summer. Look, he'll come back. I expect Wolves to want to see him in pre-season. That's currently the plan as it stands. But it's all about players who want to play for this club. Now, I'll give you an example. Look at Mario Lamina.
1: He's
0: a player... Who arrived for what was it about nine million something around nine that? Million, yeah. A player who had a point to prove. I, I mentioned him in the first section. A player who was a little bit of a knob at <laughs> out of the clubs. He's arrived here with a point to prove mm-hmm. his attitude is far better. He's massive, massive in the dressing room. Yeah. Oh gotta say it again. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big lad in the dressing room. Did
1: he didn't say massive, he said massive,
0: massive <laughs> in the dressing <laughs> room. He's a big character in the dressing Holy room. Cracking. I tell you why he's a big lad as well. But He's a massive character in the dressing room and. Unbelievable. How many of you had lads? <laughs> Far too many. Um, wolves could as well. Yeah. It's a really interesting point, Arthur. That they, they, they were watching Mario for a while because um, we saw the quotes when he first arrived, uh, officials at Wolves talking about, you know, we, we've watched him since he was at Southampton and we thought, you know, he'd be a good player for Wolves and it didn't quite work out, etc., etc. And in the summer,
2: yeah.
0: Bruno Lars was, was manager. Mm-hmm. They oh, could. I mean, that guy knows Bruno Lodge as by the way, wow. Bruno Large's biggest oh, fan's over here in. somewhere. And Wolves could have signed him for between one to two million. Bruno didn't want him.
1: Wow.
0: That's it, that says so, it all, thank you very much.
1: Hmm.
0: Exactly that. the guy on the shirt, by the
2: way. <laughs> good man,
0: wherever you are. So... So they, they made a mistake 1 there. Exactly. They've a six, six months later. Exactly. Wow. They've come back to it and it's been a massive success, but of course it could have been a lot better mm-hmm. financially. So, um, but the, 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 the structure behind the scenes of Wolves is in a lot healthier place than it was six months ago. Yeah. And that, hopefully, with the, the targets that they're looking at, the players they're looking at, will be only good news going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, good stuff.
1: Right. Um, I think it's time to give away another shirt time to, to give away the shirt. Should we ready to give them the shirt? You got raffle tickets ready? Yeah. Let's go. let's give away the shirt. This time we have got a 2022, 2023, beautiful greenish awakens. Is it green? Can we call it green? What's it? What color is it? What are we calling it? Oh, no, I'm no. <laughs> Teal, Teal. Johnny, bring, bring it, bring it into the, bring it into the, all awesome signed the squad. Gorgeous, gorgeous shirt. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Let's have a look. Mother, 70 today. Ish. 81. Alright, oh, how many killing? Green again. We're green, away. We're green again. What have we got? We have got 471 to 475. Four, Here we go! Congratulations, on my man. We can go and get the gentleman saying.
2: Give
1: a round of applause, everyone. What's your name, mate? Andy. Andy, congratulations. There it is. Official sign merchandise. Now there's a gentleman in the back who might want to swap it for a mystery box, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this. Yeah, you're going to take it. Okay. Andy, congratulations. <laughs> One of applause for Andy. Well done, mate. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, dokie. Okay. And... Now look, we're very fortunate. We're in a very fortunate position, Mr. Me and Mr. Liam Keen. We get to go to Wolves and we get paid to to cover them on a on a weekly basis. Uh, not a lot, but we get paid. Um, and nowhere near enough. And um, and it's a pleasure. and It's a privilege. And I think you know it's our favourite day. Match days great. Match days are fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, look, I, I've got to say this. Um, for as much as there was a rumour going around about being a Villa fan. Uh, is that guy from YouTube in the room? By the way, oh, exactly. yeah, I'll see you afterwards, my friend. Um, Stop wearing that maroon cap; then, it was terrible <laughs> in your first No, be, being a Wolves fan yeah. and being able to cover this club day in, day out is a genuine dream. So, you know, round of applause to everyone in the rooms. I really appreciate you know all the support and, uh, and everything we've had this season. Wow, well, right. give some of that. that go. <laughs> I'm gonna cry.
1: You're, uh, you're kind of a bit off piece there, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, bringing it back, yeah, a little behind the scenes. And, um, you know, we, we see the players obviously on the pitch, but Liam, you're in the mix zone interviewing them. You know, we see them around Compton Park, uh, pre season. Uh, it's interesting. And there's a few stories and a few little bits that we'd like to share with you that you might not see on a day to day basis. So, uh, Liam, a little bit of juicy goss. What have you got for us? This might be cut out of the actual podcast. No, yeah, this will be cut out. <laughs> the, by the way, when you listen to this if you do listen to this I mean people are like, I'm not listening to that for again you know. but the rest of you know we have about 13-14 thousand listeners a week so there'll be a few people listening to this uh, a lot of this will be cut out um, including this whereas I've got an edit tomorrow that is going to be a mammoth that's going to take big me big job for you big edit friend. for me tomorrow so, um, so this might be cut out but Liam um, behind the scenes um, give us a couple of stories please so Pablo Sarabia Pablo Pablo Sarabia by for... the way
0: you've, you've kept a couple of these for me so I'm excited <laughs> and I've kept my story away from you so I'm excited Four and a half million signing, um, probably not a little bit underwhelming, I think it's fair to say, I think there's clearly a very good player in there, but not, not quite worked. You may or may not remember, You definitely. I did an interview with him in about January, January time, yeah. me and John Percy from the Telegraph sat down, one on one interview with Pablo Sarabia, uh, he was brilliant, talking about his family, his wife's about to give birth to twins, he's becoming a dad. You know, moving to Wolverhampton, leaving Paris because he wanted to play football, he wanted to be in a family. Yeah. Here he is. Fast forward to whew, May. Okay. I'm in the mix zone. Yeah. Do you want to say what the mix zone the is? The mix a zone, of course, is a, is, a, is a sort of cornered off section where we're allowed to stand and get ignored by players trying to get interviews after games.
2: <laughs>
0: Pablo comes past, at the moment, I'm on a bad run. No, after no, after no, after no. After after no. After no. Pablo comes past. Pablo? Oh yeah, good to see you mate. You've got two minutes. Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Two minutes, the interview. He went, do you want a picture? <laughs> no, 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 two minutes, interview. Oh no, <laughs> gone. Oh, Straight out the door. God. He thought you were a fan? He thought I was a fan. Oh no, But mate. don't get me wrong. I like Pablo oh, Publisher, I like the guy. I've seen him since then. Head down. Head down. Head down. I'm not interested at all. I cannot get done by, like that again.
1: That's
0: awful, mate. Awful. Shall I give you mine? You, on, I need to hear you yours. I've not heard this before. I know you haven't heard it. Okay. It better not be about me. <laughs> no, no, it's not about you. So this was only three weeks
1: ago. Now we get... Um, there's a car park. I parked in the car park. I was late. I'm always late to games, by the way. I'm always late. I'm always dashing down. Where's the car park up at the top in that corner? I park sometimes. Not uh, Good Shepherd's. Whitmore Hill. Whitmore Hill. Hill. So so I'm parking Whitmore Hill and uh, get out of the car and I'm at the top near the south bank and I'm starting to walk down. There's that slope, yeah? Down there. I don't know where this is going. Okay. So I'm walking down the slope and there are fans obviously coming up because they're getting into the south bank and stuff and there's a gentleman there And it's a lovely day, I can't remember what game was, it might have been Chelsea. And there's a a gentleman there, he's with his his son and his daughter, they're both in kits, they look absolutely immaculate, lovely, and both walking arm in arm. And I'm walking down, I've got my tripod in one arm, I've got my laptop in the other, and they just come and they look at me, and the gentleman says, oh, do you mind if the kids get a picture? And I'm like, of course, absolutely no problem, of course because um, we do get asked from time to time. So scraping the battle there. They were like they were like about they were like you know, yeah, they were probably like three or four years old. So I got down on one knee and uh, I got down on one knee, put my arms out and then they started going towards me and then I looked and they went past me and Raoul and Johnny were behind me.
0: <laughs> You're joking me. Well, I? <laughs> Genuinely, I've not heard that story. That is hilarious. I don't why I'm
1: talking like this. I'm like this. You are joking. Because the thing I'm going through there, because I get down to the level, which you can't believe really 6'2", and you've got them there, and they're both been around the corner. And the guy just walked past me, and he knows what's happened. And I am Oh happened. mate. Do you, know what, do you know what I started doing? I started doing my shoe like Oh no. and all looked for any cameras or someone on the skewers in the day and walked down and got
0: back in and uh, yeah that was um, that, wasn't a good, that wasn't a good look mate is he in here tonight? bad times <laughs> oh god you're never leaving that down no it was, uh, it was it was bad stuff no one not here, we're going to cut out the podcast it's fine no absolutely not uh, <laughs> the, the shame is I've got to try and follow that story cool. with, uh, with one more um, I'm excited now <sighs> I'm excited so bad. come on come um, on baby I'm hoping you've been been building this up, by the way. Uh, No, don't don't do that to me, because for me this was one of the single most embarrassing moments of my life, and it came at one of the 15 games we played at Anfield this season. But what it felt like, yeah, Um, I was in the mix zone afterwards. Stood there. I've got quite a well-known Liverpool journalist to my right, who I don't know, but I know who he is. You know, a root.
1: A room full. Actually, I can't have a go. I mean, our
0: chief executive's... are Our chief executive won't be a scouser. will be a scouser, so (laughs) so let's (laughs) stop that. It's a building. The the chairs are nailed into the floor, by the way. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So... I'm getting, I'm getting demoted, I'm in mean, trouble, Wow! I'm in trouble. I mean, wow. I'm in trouble. Um, I mean, 40 cars have gone out of the car park,
1: <laughs>
0: but carry on, carry on. So yeah, the, the well-known Liverpool journalist to my right, there's a room full of journalists to my left. I'm stood there, I'm on my phone, just sort of arms, mm-hmm. arms like this, on my phone, not paying any attention. Virgil van Dijk walks past. Oh, yeah. He's injured at the time. He comes up to what I assume is a journalist, because he was stood in the mix zone, And uh, they start speaking, they sort of hug, and they obviously know each other. And they're stood, you know, a meter away from me. Mm -hmm. To my left, stood here, on my phone, not paying any attention. Phone in the hand, I go like this, scratch my arm, with my phone in my hand. Okay. And then look back, Van Dyke looks up at me. Are you going to ask before you get a picture?
1: No way. Mate. No way. My
0: ass fell out. <laughs> and you know you do that thing where you know- wow. I swear. You know when you do that thing where you know someone, I mean maybe it's just me, but you know someone's talking oh, to you. Oh
1: that's brutal. You
0: know someone's talking to you, but in your head you're like, I'm gonna pretend I can't hear him.
1: <laughs>
0: I stood there, head down on my phone. He, he, he keeps staring at me like this. He goes, are you gonna ask before you take a photo? Oh, no. I, I do this. I'm not even joking, I did that. I looked around, I looked up at him. Me? In my head I was thinking, do I pretend I'm Spanish? Hablo <laughs> <laughs> español? Oh? No, no comprendo inglés. You show your phone. Honestly. Oh man, I looked brutal. up at him, I went, what, 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 what do you mean, Virgil? <laughs> Sir? He went, are you going to ask before you take a photo of me? Oh, mate. Honestly, really mate. Wow. I looked at him, I went, I didn't take a photo of you. He went, are you sure? I went, yeah. And this, this guy stood with him, like, looking at me, like, well, why are you taking a photo of him, you know? i like, I didn't take a photo of him! Oh. I then, he looked away. The conversation ended. I went to my camera roll, I was like, did I take a photo of him? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, he, he convinced me that I was wrong. I get my phone I'm like, There's no photo there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, do I tell him? Do I tell him? Do I show my phone at him? Yeah. I didn't. Okay. His conversation with this other guy ends. He gets up. Well, he, he goes to walk away. He looks back at me and goes, are you sure you didn't take a photo? Oh, wow. <laughs> what a douche. Oh, he's had a shit seat I so swear. Really yeah, 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 um, so,
1: so basically, two of your three stories about about
0: uh, footballers thinking that you're a fan.
2: <laughs> when so you put it just, that
0: way two so. of them think I'm a fan one of them think I'm a
1: dick <laughs>
2: I've
0: done well that's
1: the, that's the behind the scenes behind the scenes with those ladies and gentlemen end of the segment um, right spot prize spot prize what have we got left well someone someone traded away uh, the first prize so we might give that away shall we, that we traded it. away uh, we have got a signed shirt from last season full squad signed shirt and Joe Hodge we are going to go again with the raffle. I'm going to go this time. I'm going to go. It's the blue tickets. The blue tickets with the white. A few <laughs> groans in the room, room there. The there. That's happy. Star you get, so prize to come, remember? Well, actually, the has gone, so. Oh, yeah, sorry. 111 to 115 in the blue and white. 1-1 one, one, to one, one, Hands up. Anyone got that? Yes! Congratulations, sir. Is. Come back. Round of applause, please. Round of applause. Welcome, oh, sure. Warren. Warren. Top man, Warren, oh, Warren. Warren, Warren, Warren. Warren, Warren, Warren. Warren Warren. Excellent, welcome, <laughs> mate. Superb. <laughs> right. Um, next segment. Goals, goals, goals. God, this could be a quick segment. Goals, <laughs> goals, goals. Crikey. We're done. Shit. Um, right. Um, look, wolves have got to score next year. That's for certain. They've got to start scoring a lot more goals. How do they do that? And um, can they do it with what their current crop of players are? Mr. Liam Keane.
0: The short answer is no. Uh, look Wolves scored 31 goals in the Premier League this season Mm -hmm.
1: 31
0: Southampton have got 32 yeah it's crazy again says it all that's been the the highlight of the podcast look um, Wolves have scored nowhere near enough goals that's obvious when Lopatigi arrived at the club he said look clean sheets are king I need to keep this team keeping the, the opposition at zero because Wolves were never going to score enough goals to get out of relegation. Of course the Liverpool game happened, You know, there's, there's other games where you can give examples. Wolves were never going to score enough goals to stay up this season. Dawson, why he was a massive signing, it's Amazing. obvious, absolutely obvious. And, and they needed to keep that clean sheet. Look, Wolves, unfortunately the last two seasons, Look, even under Bruno, when they were going for Europe and it finished 10th and we all know how that ended. Mm-hmm. They didn't score a lot of goals in that, yeah. in that season either. And... That, for me, is the massive, massive conundrum Facing them in the summer Not only, you know, you've got the finances You've got things like that Fabio, he's spoken about Collidius could be an option, of course When he comes back from injury He's got such a horrendous, exactly. horrendous injury record You can't count on him to, to play five games Let alone, you know, 35 And then you've got, you know, a Costa situation Do you keep him, mm-hmm. do you not?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For me, Wolves have to sign a striker I think everyone's, everyone's agreed on that That's obvious They're clearly interested in Jocarez but Coventry, obviously we don't know if they're going to go up at the moment. Yeah. How are you feeling about that, are you right? Yeah, I mean, uh, not really, So It was a tough night in the junior household. But yeah, I bet it, it was. was. Oh. <laughs> <God laughs> you've got some sympathy over it was nice. Um, so you've, um, you've got Jokeres, you know, they clearly like, but you're looking at probably 25 million for that. Now you can spread payments, you can make, deal, you can make deals work for yeah. you, yeah. but you have to rely on the other team to be happy enough for that to happen. So Wolves are, are, are in a sticky situation. But we'll come back to the same point. They've got two strikers coming back to the club.
1: Yeah.
0: Kalajic, Fabio Silva. Mm-hmm. Is that the answer? That's that's the question. Loti has got to answer. But well, I'm sure. sure. I mean, if, if that's the answer, then
1: I, that's the, Lo- and the, the kind of message he's getting out there is that it's not going to be
0: enough. <laughs> well, exactly. Look, he wants to sign players. We've made that clear. He, you know, he, he's got to demand something of Wolves to to, to make them a a competitive side next mm-hmm. season. That's the that's the key word. And goals for me is the the massive problem. Now what will be interesting is if we see a change in Lopetegui's style. Because he arrived at at Wolves, as I say, clean sheets were massive for him. He's achieved that, he's kept the club up. Does he now try and reinvent Wolves into a side that's going to play football? And we saw glimpses of that in, I think it was Brentford here at home. We saw glimpses of fast-paced football. Something that there was a bit of a spark about the club and about the side. We've not seen that very often, especially this season. That for me is going to be the, the 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 key catalyst for wolves potentially moving forward next year. I mean, you know, we talk about
1: wide players, but Pedro Neto. I mean, it's a massive year for Pedro Neto. Yeah. First of all, he's we got say to that every fit. year, don't we? We do, but he keeps on getting injured. Not but right. now he's obviously been integrated back into the squad. He's still not the Pedro Neto of old, but he's got his fitness back. He has got to stay fit for me throughout the summer, throughout pre season, and have a full year. And if Lopetegui still there. I think that he could be key. However, let's be honest, Pedro Neto's never scored enough goals even when he was playing. He hasn't scored this season. I mean, you know, you talk about supporting cast if you're going to play wide. you know, Pedro Neto, Juan, Daniel Pedent, Sarabia. There's not, there's, the same problems are there. So, is just
0: one player going to solve it? And I, I guess you've got to change formation if it is. Yeah, what we, those players you mentioned, Sarabia, one goal. Juan, three goals. I like Juan. Don't get me wrong. But three goals. And... and You've got to be in the right place at the right time, but they're all tappings as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not criticising for that, but Wolves have got to be a bit more creative and create something. Um, Penelope, we mentioned, you know, six goals, Neto zero. So these, these are the kind of players Adama's got to, you know, whether he stays or not obviously is a question mark. Mm. So you've got wide players that, and it's not just the goals, it's the assists. Of those 31 goals Wolves have scored in the Premier League this season, they've got 12 assists. 12. Wow. It's incredible. There needs to be a lot more creativity. There needs to be something that... That is, a, again, I won't use the word castles. Castles for change, where Wolves are going to be able to be more threatening. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, if Lopetegui is around, is the biggest challenge for him. Um, I mean, can, can you see them spending a lot of money on a striker again? Probably not. Really? Kalajic will be yeah. a, a player for them, I, I, you know, regardless of his in- injury record. If he's fit, he'll be a player that plays, I would expect. Fabio Silva, we've already gone through. Potentially doesn't want to be here. Obviously, the summer will be in- interesting with him. He needs to score goals, he needs to play games. Is he going to have that opportunity at Wolves? Mm-hmm. Raul is under contract, may go. Costa, contract coming to an end. Likely to go, but the club will have a conversation with him. Yeah. The Wolves need a striker. Whether they sign one, mm-hmm. I, I think they'll probably take what they've got. Okay.
1: Uh, next season then. So, we all Arsenal on Sunday. And then, Korea. Korea first. Korea, baby. Is there any balconies in Korea? Oh my goodness. Honestly, I mean, I'm not joking. I know we said it on the podcast, but if you saw, well, I, te- I sent a picture of the balcony, but this guy's swinging from the balcony to let us in. What, what, what time was it? It was
0: about 6.30 in the morning. And how many drinks did you have? <laughs> a, lot, a lot. I mean, he, was not, he, was, um, he would not have been here at this time. Rosie doesn't know this story, by the way. Okay, go well, um, really? Because um, she doesn't listen to the podcast? No, of course she doesn't. Why no, would well, she listen to us? Um, <laughs> she, she doesn't listen to the podcast. I will be giving her the information after, the, uh, after this. But yeah, it, was it, was one,
1: it was one night. We had a big night out in Benidorm, Always in Benidorm. I was delighted when the USA tour got cancelled. Delighted that it won't move from, from USA to Benidorm. You were buzzing. My kind of place, Benidorm. Thrive in it. Thriking. I mean, trying to get a bottle of champagne in Benidorm, mate. Mate, you don't need champagne, but at it's at all. <laughs> Some of the prices over there. But we got back, and he swung from this balcony to get back because we were locked out. And when we saw the height of it the next morning, I mean, it was it was scary. You would have been. I mean, it would have been a mess. It was a couple of hundred meters. It right? would have been a mess. A couple of hundred feet, rather. Yeah. Not happening in Korea, young man. Uh-oh. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. We're gonna get some food podcasts with you in Korea. You've been scraping me off the pavement, had you? Bar- barbecue barbecue <laughs> dog in Korea should be fun. Some YouTube, uh, YouTube videos. We're gonna get you. I'm gonna get you some stuff on a table that looks horrific, and you're gonna devour them all because you are a gannet. Yeah.
0: Answer. This is this is this is food porn gold. I'm happy to oblige. I'm happy to give you your kicks that you're clearly after. So. I'm, excited. I'm excited. Let's go for it. So look, um, you know, Korea, we're going to
1: go there. Uh, they're playing Celtic. They're playing Roma. Couple of good games there. Who are you looking to really impress in Korea? Who do you think other people could shine? Huang. Huang. He's got no choice but to show it. Huang's going to go to every single corporate event. Going. He's going to be a busy guy. They're going to have to
0: rest him for games because he's going to be going to every other event. He's, he's not going to have a single moment to himself. No, he's going to have no. people mobbing him he's going to be as you say corporate events he's going to be doing media he's going to be doing the whole lot yeah. I feel very sorry for the guy
1: I mean it's, look it's a beautiful place and uh, fingers crossed we'll get the chance to go but it'll be beautiful but it will be a new core I mean it's a new era there's going to be a lot of the old you know the old core gone so you know, midfield jorgones Lamina Bubakar, Triori, these are the type of players that we're going to be seeing Wolves for hopefully four or five years are they good enough to make
0: that step up I think so. I, I think Jal Gomez, I think quite a lot of people here will probably agree as well. He's a proper gem for me. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really, really good player. And he's a player who, I come back to the same point again, I know it's repetitive, he wanted to be at Wolves. Yeah. He could have easily left uh, or, or, or gone to Leon, who was obviously trying to pay more money and take him. And he wanted to come to Wolves. The campaign that Wolves ran, uh, campaign in you know, air quotes, um, <laughs> on social media and that the fans got behind mm-hmm. was massively important because. Yeah. That, as he's already admitted in, in an interview, swung his decision to come to Wolves. Mm-hmm. He was determined to come to Wolves, Wolves got their man eventually. So him, for me, he'll be a massive part of next season. And on the pitch, you've seen quite a lot. Um, oh. not, not enough chances, but I can understand Lopetegui easing him in. He's a young player, mo- young family moving to the area. It's a very different culture, different country for him. Who was at
1: Southampton, by the way, that moment? Anyone? Any hands up? What a moment that was for Gomez, eh? Amazing, with 10 men to go and score the winner. Link. Yeah, no, it was great. I enjoyed it.
0: What <laughs> okay, game you this season? I That's was sat in, liver, I sat in a living, sat in living room in Stockport. Oh uh, mate, Bruce, uh, watching that on a, on, a, on a dodgy stream. He was, um, he was a he dodgy stream, man. you know,
1: It was illegal, man. You can't do that. Hang on. Okay, um, so so yeah, João Gomez, I think could be could be key. Could you see him being a starter next year under Lopetegui?
0: I think so, and, and the manager as well really rates him, really does. He is. He, he thinks he's a really, really top player And also The kind of character he is Because I, I come back to those points again About him being a young lad Culture Doesn't speak English Having to learn the language And he, and, and he takes a massive punch yeah. By coming to Europe And coming to England mm-hmm. Now of course it's Better for his career Of course it is But he didn't have to do that He sure. didn't have to come to war. He didn't sure. have to take that leap yeah. There were Liverpool Real Madrid linked with him In different uh, reports Over the last year or so And he didn't have to do what he did But he did And, and, and he deserves a lot of credit for that Bubacar He's a bit haphazard, isn't he? I think that's fair to say. I think he's learning. He's gonna, you know, he's but, a little bit hit-miss and sometimes. But I like him. I like him. His ability to win the ball high up the pitch is incredible. Uh, his stats are ridiculous in that field. Mm-hmm. And yes, he'll make mistakes. Yes, he'll play away a at Brentford and pass the ball to a steward who he thinks he's a Wolves player.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, he's a, but he's a guy who will put his all into the club. Yeah. And for that, you can't blame you can't him. So him... Gomez, Lamina, you mentioned that players for Lamina obviously twenty nine, so it's not really future, but for next season onwards, great players. I
1: mean, I say Nunez hasn't had the best season, but it was telling that Nunez's best games was when Ruben Nevers was out the side, yeah. and yeah. I feel like that could be something that will be key next year. I don't think Nunez is going to get another move. I don't think he's played well enough to be to get a fifty million move to Liverpool or whatever. I, don't, I really don't think he has. And I think that's for Wolves' benefit, and I think he's going to be probably key next season into Wolves performing well on the pitch because I think he likes that leadership role. I actually think that he could be a captain. I really do. Um, you see him, his, his you know, his ambitions there. You can see him when he scored that goal against Chelsea, I mean, the raw emotion. He knew that he's not been playing well, but that, I think, was a huge, huge moment for him, a huge game, and I actually think that, ironically,
0: he might benefit from Neves leaving the club. Compare him to Geddes. We've gone through it already. Guedes did not want to be at this club. He did not put the kind of effort in. It's not gone well for Montez Nunez. Not by any stretch of the imagination. For that kind of money. <laughs> Absolutely. But at no point, apart from, again, Brentford away, ironically. We, we both highlighted that as a game where he threw his arms and went off injured. I think he was a little bit frustrated. But apart from that game, I can't name a moment, or there has been very few moments, that Nunez has not... At least put the effort in. And that's the bare minimum that Franz asked for, isn't it? You put the bare minimum in and you you put the effort in for Wolves to try and be successful. And he's done that. And he has done that. It hasn't worked out for him. The key with Nunes is whether a club is going to take a punt on him this summer, knowing that he's not going to be worth his full potential. And you could take a punt on him, get him for a little bit cheaper, and he may go on to be the player that's worth 70-odd million. I don't think a club will do that, Mm -hmm. but obviously there are clubs like Liverpool that like him a lot and clubs like Liverpool, again, who need signings. So that would be an interesting one with him, but he he puts the effort in. He he genuinely tries and you can't fault him for that.
1: Lee, where do Wolves finish next season?
0: Don't put me on the spot. I'll put you on the spot, baby. What what do folks want for Wolves next season? What's a good season for Wolves? For me, it has to be, and what I think the club will say, it has to be progression from this season. So where, where are wolves going to finish this season? Thirteenth, forty. Depending on the last day, ga- uh, last day of the season, you have to be looking at eleven, ten upwards. Obviously, the summer dependent. You know, you've got to manage expectations in, to some degree because the club aren't going to be able to spend loads of money. Obviously. So, are you saying? Is, is, do you feel like it's another transition season then? To, an extent, to Lopet- an extent, but you have to see progress within that transition because that's what you have to see with a new manager. I get that, and I guess from Lopetegui's point of view, is he not a?
1: a transition season kind of a manager. He, not want, he wants to be He wants to be really challenging. He wants to be at least challenging of a Europa Conference League spot or something like that, top eight, top seven. And I feel like that's where they're at at the moment. There's probably a low expectation from Fosin. Look, the money that's involved in the Premier League these days, it's obviously incredibly lucrative. They're going to South Korea in pre-season. But at the same time, Loth wants to be challenging. He wants to be there around the best. And I, I guess that's the, that's the kind of gap
0: that they need to bridge between now and pre-season. Well, it comes back to the question about whether... Lobtigi will be backed in the way that he wants to be or whether there's some sort of balancing act to be had there if he gets back let's say hypothetically it's gets back the way that he would like to be backed it's then up to him to get Wolves into sure. the top 7, top 8 yeah. it's, no, it's nothing to do with Bosun. If, if they back him give him the kind of money he wants despite the, you know, what's going to be realistic this summer he has to then perform and get these mm-hmm. players playing the way that we've seen under Nuno for the majority of the years under Nuno and where Wolves belong to be and that's back in mm-hmm. Europe I mean look
1: I mean, there's are some of the most incredible days out ever, you know. And games, there have been some amazing games, I think, in European football. I want to be back in European football. I look at the three teams that probably come up this year. So Sheffield United, Burnley, and then obviously Luton or Coventry. I mean, Wolves should be finishing above them, shouldn't they? I mean, they should do. They should be. You are aiming low there. Well, no, I'm <laughs> moving myself up the table, so let's say they finish above them. Everton? That's if they stay up. Yeah? Um, yeah, should be. I'm going
0: to say ta- the bottom three is the ones that are going down. Forest? Should be, absolutely. Bournemouth. I, I, should be, but again, they've overperformed this season. Yeah. West Ham. It's a difficult one with them. Uh, Crystal Palace, Fulham. I think Brentford might struggle next year
1: with uh, Tony with missing. Tony missing it. So, yeah. Although yeah. they did have great great result against Spurs. But that's all of a sudden we're up, to, we're up to 10th there, or 11th. They go a little bit better than that, and then you're going to be touching that 7th, 8th spot, which is going to be Europe. Look, it's not as easy and as simple as that, but at the same time.
0: That could be where they need to be. Now, whether that's good enough for Lopetegui, I'm not so sure. That's the question he's got to answer as well, alongside whether he's going to get the backing that he wants. Sure. Of course he is. But, you know, there's always going to be a surprise package. Are Burnley going to come up and accompany and play the kind of football that we're not used to seeing with them under Sean Dyche? That's a, that, you know, it's very possible they could do that. There's always going to be a surprise package. I would expect, if Wolves keep Lopetegui, have the kind of summer that we're all expecting but nothing disastrous that they are going to be in a position to be able to at least challenge that top 10 and for me that is where Wolves should be as a bare minimum Wolves who, are a club that should deserve to be there who would be happy if Wolves finished not happy but who would be content if Wolves had a, a decent season to
1: Lopatigi it didn't pull up any, you know, any trees, and, and maybe finished comfortable 12. would someone, anyone take that? couple in the back over that's there that's I mean, fair I mean look it's, it's a fair, I think that's a fair point and I think a few people would be I think probably more if we put it on and asked everybody I think there'll be a few more people what about so would you be only happy top 10 would that be like 10th yeah, happy three. with that okay so top 10 and maybe just pushing if they get a bit of a run together I think that's fair enough and I think probably the opposite of would stay with that but like I said they cannot stand still they have got to speculate to accumulate they can't they, we just can't do it I mean look if you had one player who you'd like
0: to sign who would it be realistic Realistic. When we talk about that from Bristol City, is that a realistic option? You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to mention it because Alex Scott is, what, 19 still? Mm. Really, really impressive midfielder in the Championship this season. Forward-thinking, dynamic. I think he would be a genuinely good sign-in. But again, they sold Webster to Brighton for, I think it was around £23 And Bristol, Mm. as it it stands, are determined to make him a record sign-in, make Alex Scott a record sign-in, which would involve... Anything above 23, yeah. which at the moment for Wolves is, could be difficult. But this is another example of Wolves' behind-the-scenes structure and infrastructure. It's in a lot healthier place than it is now. Because Alex Scott is a player that Wolves' recruitment, recruitment team highlighted, mm-hmm. brought to Lopetegui a few months ago, and he really wants to sign him. Sure. So there's, there's obviously a balancing act there in terms of the players. Lopatigi wants, the player the club wants, but there's a player that both parties wants. But is he going to be realistic to be able to sign him? Now, it's not, it's not a great look to say, look, can, can Wolves afford to sign a player who might be £25 million from the Championship? Yeah. Of course, that's not exactly you know, the summer we all wanted. But unfortunately, it's, it's the reality. And if they can get it over the line, I think he could be a really exciting player. Yoko do you think there's,
1: that's a chance there or
0: not? They definitely like him. I think at the moment, it's, he might be pushing too much. Um, but I think he's physical. I think he adds... Definitely a goal-scoring threat. 21 goals in the championship this season. Um, He's a player who brings quality. And I think that Wolves have neglected the championship market for a long time now, haven't they? it has been Mendes client after Mendes client. And... I think looking at that market and utilising it is, is only smart. I think a lot is going to depend on whether they get
1: outside investment and whether they get internal investment from Fosun. I think really what, that's what Logitech is pushing. He's going, okay, I understand the FFP situation, but Fosun, can you give us a bit more money? And to be honest, I think that might probably happen. I think there will be a little bit more money that's put out there. For me, and we'll talk about a winger, and whether he's attainable or not, I'm not too sure. There's some fees that are talked about saying it's like £40 million. but. Harvey Barnes would be someone I would love to have at Wolverhampton Wanderers because you're getting a winger there who will score you 10-12 to 12 goals a season and we talked about Sarabi we've talked about these kind of players Huang, Pudence but they're not, they're not even going to be close to them now is Harvey Barnes going to go to a top 6 club probably not probably not I think Newcastle are going to go after Madison I don't think they go after Barnes so then you're looking at that next tier you're looking at okay potentially West Ham potentially Aston Villa but for me, if wolves have a good season, they should be contending with the likes of West Ham, Aston Villa. That's the next tier for me, and I think wolves are in that tier. So if there is money, if the money if there is money available, and it's not saying that these clubs might be interested in them. For me, he could be an attain- attainable target. And that's someone I would really push the bank for and break the bank because I think that he is someone who's Premier League proven. I understand we've had a lot of self, you know, success from abroad, from Europe, but someone who's Premier League pro- proven, who knows the Premier League. OK, you still play for the show on the road. But <laughs> since then, I would take him. And, he, and like I say, I think Wolves be in a great spot there next
0: season. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Be nice. T- take, I mean, look, <laughs> It'd be nice to take over my by I absolutely nice. agree. You know, I, can't, I can't fault that point because he's a player, as you say, he's got numbers on his side. What is the Pollen mm. Wolves have faced for probably the last two seasons, probably going into the third in Nunes last year as well, yeah. is numbers. Goals, assists. He brings that. Do I think Wolves are going to sign him? Probably not. But don't come after me on Twitter if they do. Okay, great stuff. Right,
1: I'm going to into the shirt and then it's going to be question and answer. A question and answer. You get to ask a question to Mr. Liam Keane and maybe me if you want to. So, uh, get your tickets ready, everyone. This is the star prize. This is beautiful, by the way. The home shirt. Where's Johnny Drury? Where's our beautiful model, Johnny Drury? Come on, show that shirt, baby. Look at that. Brand new. Astro Pay. Squad sign shirt with all your names. Look, you're not going to be able to get a few of these names for while, you know in a couple of weeks time. Absolutely. I mean, so this could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. All right. Who are we going to give it to? Uh, let's give. Why don't you give your better half the chance to uh, pick a Why pick not? a number? Here we go, Rosie. Sort it out. You didn't want to be involved,
0: did you? But here we go. Here we go. The star prize of the evening in the raffle. Oh, she's gone straight. It's green. It's green. It, she's covering it with a finger. It is two eight six 290, Two eight six two ninety. Who's got that?
1: Way, hey, Come on! Well done, sir! Come through! Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> right. Congratulations, mate. Congratulations, mate! Congratulations! What a show. Well done, mate! Well done, have a good night! Legend! Top Man! Right, we're going to get into a question session. If you've got any questions, don't make them super long if you can, because obviously we've got a restricted time here tonight. I'm going to give the mic to Johnny, going to do this bit first. So get your hands up if you've got a question, and then we'll move away and we'll get into this side of things, uh, I think, probably in about five or six minutes' time. Here we go. So let's have a look. Let's have a look. Have we got uh, hands up? There's a gentleman there in the second row with a checkered shirt. You can sit down, Johnny. I need mean, to sit down because he's going to the bathroom. You're old, these days. Do you think that the. Um...
0: Change of like, manager with um, Ray Van Nistroy make any changes in terms of like silvers puns. Change of manager Kino, your man with Van Nistroy. I think it's a good question. It could definitely have an impact because you, I don't know if you saw uh, Fabio's Instagram post as well since, the, uh, since Van Nistroy left. He clearly liked him, uh, clearly had a relationship there. So it, it could definitely have an impact. I think it's, I think it's a fair point to raise. Um, the question with Fabio, as you you come back to, is whether the player wants to be at Wolves next season. At the moment, last few months, he said he doesn't. He wants to go on loan somewhere again. Uh, Wolves will probably be reluctant to sell him, so he probably will be alone. Um, Jeffsley loves Fabio, by the way, so, so he could probably be alone. Second son. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and Fabio's got a great relationship with him as well. I did an interview when he was at Anderlecht and, and he called him a father figure. So, you know, they, they clearly go on very well. <laughs> And I think that would potentially be the thing that draws him back, but it's, got, it's come down to the manager, comes down to whether he likes him in pre-season. He probably will get a look in.
1: OK, anyone else in that section? Anyone hands up? Uh, there's. Well, we'll go with that gentleman there in the third, fourth row there in the middle. Sorry, Jordan. I'm making it hard for you right in the middle.
0: Here we go. Uh, do you think we've got a chance of getting two lemons on a free? Two lemons <laughs> on a free, I mean That's
1: not a fashion out, to be fair. That's another player I like. Cool.
0: I'd snap your hand off for him, but no, I don't think so. Um, look, he's wages. He, he wages is a massive thing, as you just said. He's also a player who's been linked with, unfortunately, bigger clubs than Wolves. He's linked with top top six players. What may go in Wolves' favour is that he hasn't really performed the last few weeks, as they, or last few months. Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying he's down tools for Leicester, but he's certainly not been as influential as he was for them. You know, in, in their times when they were riding high. So. Um, him, Leicester going down if, if we're assuming that does happen him being a free agent, it's not impossible but probably unlikely
1: Is Tillman the kind of player though, is, is he too samey samey
0: would you say? A little bit but I think a player of his quality, I, don't, I'd be, I think there's very few people in this room that would not take him, oh. I think, he, I think he's, his quality level, the kind of player he is also with Neves potentially going I think, I think you have to take that punt on him, if you get the opportunity to
1: and know in, uh, in this area here. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, uh, there we go. One person over there, over there. there you go, Johnny, right on the aisle. Here we go. Is there any tricks in the room you think that Jose Sarr might be going? Ah, that's a good question. We didn't cover Jose yeah. I mean, well, when we... Obviously, Dan Bentley's got the nod the last two games, hasn't he? We both think probably uh, Jose Sarr might start against Arsenal. Although, don't hold me to it. But, um... It's an interesting one, isn't it, because he could be one of the shop players to leave, would you say? Because he's on the continent as well. People will want Jose Sar. He hasn't covered himself in glory.
0: No, absolutely. I, I did a piece in uh, late December as well to say that Wolves were looking to bring in uh, another backup goalkeeper, which means Sar could move on, but someone with a, an opportunity to, to push Jose Sar a little bit more. And Dan Bentley's definitely done that. He's been, again, a massive character in the dressing room. and um, well done, well done. I, I got there this time. And, and he's definitely done that. Saar has not been the same this season as he was last year. That's, that's obvious. Um, he's had moments, but he's had a lot of bad moments as well. Um, I also, in that, in that story at, at the time in December, said that Wolves would, in the summer, potentially look at bringing in another number one style goalkeeper. Depend- obviously, depends whether that is competition for Saar or a replacement for Saar. It could be either, but with Bentley being in the, in the picture and probably staying with Wolves, it's likely that that could be a replacement. So it's, it's, it's definitely not out the question that Sark could, could move on. And I think the way that the fans have reacted to him, rightly so as well this season, um, is probably not going to help his cause. Any
1: more? Any more over there? Oh, wow, well, there's a few there now. Where are you, Johnny? At the back there. Um, one of them on that side, Johnny. I can't say I'm in the back, but you, you can pick her. If they've got their hands up. Here we go.
2: Do you think there's any
1: future for Cody at the club? So, Conor Cody was here, wasn't he, on, on Saturday, he was in the tunnel taking things, taking his surroundings out. I mean, talk about central defenders, I mean, if Max Kilman goes, and I hey, assume Nathan Collins will be the next person up alongside Craig Dawson, people will be looking to see another back, centre-back signing. You talk about people at the club and the core, I mean, I, I think it's unlikely, but could Conor
0: Cody be back at Wolves? Because Everton looked like they going to take the option. Well, I did pass him in the mix zone the other day after the game. He said hello to me. I thought he might deck me after some of the things I've <laughs> written about him. Um, look, he's, he's a good guy, Connor. He really is. And I think he's a very good player. Do I think he's a player to move Wolves forward in a back four? I'm not convinced. But look at him as a player on the face of it. Defender, English, big character in the dressing room. Again. Um, Lopetegui has been after adding an English influence to the, to the dressing room. And he's done that with, with Dawson and a few other experienced players. And on the face of it, Cody is, from what Lopetegui's been saying and, what, and the way he's acted the last few months, is a Lopetegui kind of signing. Do I think he will play a lot? No. Do I think Cody will be happy with playing a lot? No. So as a result of that, I, I would expect he probably moves on. Um, but he's a kind of player that would probably come back in pre-season. There's a lot of respect for him at the club and vice versa. And I would expect he gets an opportunity in front of the manager. Do I think he'll stay? Probably not.
1: If you're looking to balance the books as well, and you're a Burnley or a Sheffield United or someone like that, have just been promoted to the Premier League, and you're looking for a, a player to come and lead you in England International who's been in the Premier League, who's played in Europe, for me, you're getting Conor Cody, and I actually think it'll market value, you might get a few million quid for him as well, so interesting. Oh, Johnny, you're in the middle now. Uh, anyone in the middle there? He's on the middle eye. Let's have a look. Any hands up? Any questions? There's one over there, Johnny, I think, yeah. With Nevers and possibly Nunes and others leaving Wolves will be every weekend in the midfield area. Could you see a raid on any of the relegated sides for someone, maybe James Ward Prowse, somebody else? I think he's going to be in demand, but gone.
0: I mean, Ward Prowse is the obvious one, isn't he? I, I, again, absolutely bite your hand off to take him. He's a, a player who's been linked with Spurs, West Ham, other clubs like that. Feels like it's probably out of water's reach. Would I take him? Absolutely, as I've said. Um, but you're right, if Nunez does go and, and I've said on here, I, I don't, I'm not convinced that Nunes will But obviously there's a possibility um, If he goes, Neves does go Which obviously is, is likely as it stands at the moment Wolves may have to move into that market But it's not the most ambitious thing for me to say But I really like Joe Hodge And not just because the chap over here turned down the shirt um, I think he's a really, really good player And we talk about players who didn't want to see the fans who didn't want to say goodbye on that final game uh, at Molineux the, the other day. Hodge, who hasn't played in months, was there. He had, he had a small moment. He was there in and around the stadium with the fans, watching the game. He's a player who's young. I think, I think he's still 20 off the top of my head. Young player who wants to be at the club, who I think in his performances has genuinely showed quality. And don't get me wrong, you shouldn't be relying on a Joe Hodge for next season. But he should be a player he who is worth a shout for my for my money.
1: Okay. Any more in the middle? There's a gentleman here. Uh, well, maybe maybe that gentleman there with the wool shirt, and then gentleman with the beard here, the three ways, three rows down. Okay. Um, personally, I'm not convinced with Nelson Samedo. and um, I know
0: the manager is. But uh, what do you what are your thoughts on Wambasaka? Do you think that door's now shut with him doing so well at United when he didn't come here? I. Um, okay.
1: It was. It seemed seem very close, into not it? And then he had an absolute belter of a game from nowhere just before, I think, Wolves were, were going to make an official approach. And then from there on, he's just hasn't looked back, has
0: he? No, absolutely. I mean, uh, he's a player that is obviously very good defensively. Going forward, question marks. Semedo should be a player going forward that has quality, but he's not definitely not shown enough. As much as I think we both like him, he's not shown enough going forward. So he would, for me, be a perfect different option to Samedo I think the two of them would be probably two of the best options in the Premier League you're talking about overall two different options and they'd be up there definitely um, I just think it might be a little bit out of Wolves' reach now considering the fact that he's, he's played fairly consistently for, um, for United but I know Dallow is getting a new deal there as well and he can play either side so I wouldn't say it's impossible but it just seems a little bit out of Wolves' reach when he's playing fairly regularly for a club like United
1: you felt like he was going to slip through the net at one point but now all eyes are on him was it was it Grealish or Madison saying he's the hardest yeah. you know player to defend against in the Premier League like I think now he's going to have plenty of suitors if he was available yeah. uh, this gentleman here I think had a question there in the jacket
2: you think Traore might go to the Middlesbrough now they've got a chance of being in the Premiership oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's all
1: right. I made an effort for you to get a good question. You do that to me. Uh, uh, I you. Uh,
2: sorry. Um, you giving the uh, the scores out for each week for the uh, for the players, do you think you should be doing it for referees as well? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Got, got score, you got a negative score, I mean, I tell,
0: tell you what. I tell you what. He's got a, a decent point. point. I can't argue with that <laughs> I mean there would be a lot of low scores um, this season uh, I'll I, I come back to the point I'm sympathetic that it is a difficult job don't get me wrong um, the level of incompetence that we've seen is genuinely baffling I mean even to the point where I know for the on-field referee this wasn't his fault but just to make an overall point the fact that you can go to Anfield in an FA Cup and not have the correct images to see the VAR angle that you need to make the right decision what's the point? It, 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 honestly, I, I can't give you an answer on that because it just seems so odd that they cannot have the right answer available in front of them. So, yes, I, I mean, I'd mean, i love to start doing, start doing that, but I, I think I would only do that if the referees came out and started doing interviews. And as much as from a selfish point of view I would love to do an interview with a referee, uh, I don't think that they're going to allow it, but I do think it's something they should do because there's a, there's a, there's a danger of them only being interviewed when there's a negative but managers and players get interviewed when there's negatives all the time. What's the difference? So I think referees should come out and face the music, to be honest. Well said, sir. Well said, a round of applause for that. I love that answer.
1: And Johnny's on the other side of the room now. So anyone around here? Oh, there's one straight away at the very back there. Oh, I know that gentleman. <laughs> how are you doing? Hi, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all um, publicly say how, how good a job this um, has done to keep us in the Premier League. Um, you know you call it the firefighter's job potentially that, that he's done to, to keep us up but are we all really sure that this is the guy that we want to take us forward because apart from Liverpool might be unpopular I don't know but I haven't seen a good game under this guy and I'm, I'm a bit concerned moving forward I have to say I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean it's an interesting point look I, I think the style that Wolves have played I mean, do you think t- came in it's not as if he wanted this squad of players there, Liam, you probably, I don't know if you agree or not. He's had to do his best with what he's been given. Yes, he was allowed to bring in three, four players of his own. But sometimes you've got to look at the squad that you've got, I would say, Stephen, and just try and eke out results. OK, what is my one aim this season? I've got to keep Wolverhampton Wanderers up. We are bottom of the table. The Everton game was horrible. It was horrible, his debut. It was awful. But they won the game. They found a way. And I don't think that Lopetegui looks at this product that we're seeing at the moment and goes, oh, I'm doing a good job here. He wants them to play an expansive football, but he's, you know, he's won silverware. He's, you know, yes, Sevilla were the most attractive side to watch, but I tell you what, they're a damn sight better than what Wolves are, the product at the moment, I think. And I think you've got to give them a chance. Look, they've got a top manager in. He's, he's, done, the, he's done the aim of, of getting them safe way, way, way sooner than I think anyone probably in this room thought. And I think at least... He's, did, he's earned a one season and some backing, hopefully, in the summer, where we can see exactly what he does. And I think they will play a bit more expansive, but at the same time, they've got to get results. And if that, you know, if that means going away from home and being a, a, a little bit better and a little bit more ugly to watch, but they're getting a few more clean sheets, then so be it.
0: I mean, it'd be nice to get a result away from home, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everton and Southampton, only yeah. two wins. Could have easily lost both those games as well, if we've been honest. Um, yeah, no, I, I do agree with your point. At the same time, my counter would be similar to Nathan that you have to allow the manager a chance to try and transform the way they play next season. Uh, you look at the goals. So, first 15 games, obviously most of it under Bruno, a little bit under Steve Davis, uh, up until the World Cup break 10 points, 8 goals. Absolutely awful. Um, Lopatilla comes in, the points improve massively, of course they do but they also score 16 goals in the same amount of games, up in the same amount of games they scored eight goals. So, yes, it's double. It's not a massive number, don't get me wrong, but it is double. And, he's, and, and he had to work on the clean sheets, as you mentioned, getting Wolves in a position where they were going to fight and scrap to be safe. They got it earlier than expected, but they got there. He deserves a chance, I think, to transform the next season. If they're still absolutely boring next season, but get results, no one's really going to care if they're boring next season, sending a glass eye to sleep, but they don't get results, that becomes a problem. So that's, that's, that's really where the tipping point is for me.
1: Okay, last question before, because we're, we're gonna have to wrap up soon. Uh, the gentleman here in the front, uh, second row in the black sweatshirts, last one. Oh, I think you just knocked a pint over there, Johnny. Great stuff, that's gonna cost you three pound 20. How much is a pint these days?
0: <laughs> Don't tell me. It's me. not 320, it's 11 what? quid in London, isn't it? I know. What is it, it here? Fiverr. Fiverr. Oh, Fiver. oh, oh yeah. Christ.
1: Okay. What? Carly. course. I, I just wanted to know how much you were looking forward to welcoming back
0: the pantomime villain that is Morgan Gibbs' White. Morgan Gibbs' White Clause yours. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to touch this one with the barge pole. Um, it's a weird one with Morgan because the club didn't want to sell him, Bruno didn't want to sell him. Mendes arrived with an opportunity to sign Guedes for 27 and a half. All of a sudden, Bruno wanted to sell him. And uh, for me, that was one of the worst deals of the century. Uh, absolutely horrendous. Look, Morgan's not hacked himself uh, since that, because he's acted like a bit of a dickhead, to be honest. <laughs> Let's not dress it up. But he's a player that, for me, puts a lot of graft in and would have run himself into the ground for Wolves and would have got better numbers than Gedez did. Um, and I think Lopetegui, if, if he was here at the beginning of the season, would never have done that deal. So, albeit yeah, he's made a lot of mistakes, um, it'll be interesting when he does arrive back here after what's happened, definitely. But on the face of it, it's a deal that Wolves should never have done. They didn't want to until Bruno gave the, gave the green light for it because it was too lucrative for Mendes not to bring Geddes in and to force Morgan Gibbs out. It's as simple as that. Great stuff. Great questions, everyone. Thank you very much. Top draw.
1: Thank you. OK, last, uh, last part of the show. Here we go. Uh, it's Arsenal against Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday. Lee, in the last game of the season, you're going to have a horrendous hangover, young man. Um, how are we looking? Look, Arsenal, obviously, have gone. They're, they're, they're terrible. They're awful. Um, can Wolves get a point there? Do Wolves really care? Do Arsenal care? No one cares. It's the deadest rubber going this weekend picture isn't <laughs> No one cares. Can you imagine, by the way? There's some, there's going to be some poor bastard in that stadium who's paid ten grand a month ago <laughs> for a ticket to see Arsenal win the league, and it's the, probably the most inconsequential game of the season. I had a guy trying to buy my ticket. I was like, five grand, or mate. It's yeah, fine. Absolutely you take fantastic. It? So um, yeah, what we're we thinking? What were we thinking team wise? Um, look, Jean Moutinho, obviously we didn't see him. was mm. not going to see him again. I mean, if he wasn't going to play here, then he's not going to play against Arsenal. Raúl Jiménez. Lobatiki mentioned that he made an error. Can we can we see Raúl Jiménez again? I'm not so sure. Will there be changes? Will he look to next year and just maybe give a lot of the kind of periphery guys a run out? What will happen? Get into Lobatiki's head. Mr. Lee I'll
0: do my best. Um, it'd be interesting with Raúl because, as you mentioned, Lobatiki said he made a mistake, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't really mean much to Raúl no. or to the Wolves fans to now play him away at Arsenal. It means, you know, enough to the two or three thousand or whatever it might be at uh, at the Emirates, but. Yeah, I, I, I just think he missed the missed boat there And he may give him more of a chance in this game Which, again, feels too late But I could see that happening What we don't want to see And I think most people have agreed here I hope so We don't want to see what we saw at Brighton Not just because of the result mm-hmm. But my word, he got the, the team wrong, didn't he? Yeah. I said to you before the game I hate that starting eleven. Neves, Lamina, Nunes and Jao Gomez all in the starting eleven.
1: Midfield.net.com.
0: My word. Um, it, it was a formation that didn't make any sense. It was a formation that the players looked confused, um, bewildered. I, I, I can't really explain it. So if we see anything like that, which unfortunately we have seen quite a lot away from home, a conservative approach where mm. Lopetegui is trying to grab a grab a point, um, I think it could be in for a pretty boring afternoon. <laughs> so, so I hope that isn't the case. Um, let's say... 4-4-2 four, four, yeah. Costa and Cunha play again and he plays a, a team that probably has Nunes on the wing but hopefully has another winger that is going to cause some problems and actually give Wolves fans on their final game of what has been a pretty awful season something to cheer about and something to see them off into the summer Nunes no,
1: definitely sound do you reckon?
0: I'll be gobsmacked if he doesn't okay Troy
1: probably not okay We'll see, it'll be interesting. So, uh, score prediction, Mr. Key. I'll go first and we'll go with you. And we're gonna select, actually, let's select one more person. Where's the, uh, where's the raffles? Oh, let's, let's go with the pink ones. Let's go with the pink ones, here we go. Uh, so see so if you can win the uh, prize. Give me a score prediction. I'm gonna say, hand to Wanderers 1, Arsenal 1. But what do you think for the money? And who's got number ticket number 36? But Oh, there you go, there you go, someone at the back there. Fantastic, there he is. excellent, okay. So I'm gonna go 1-1. One, one. what what score line are you gonna go? Do I want to be popular in the room? No, you've got to do what you think. Arsenal win 2-0. Horrendous. Obviously, I hope I'm wrong. But. Okay, so if Arsenal win 2-0, we're going to give you some Wolves merchandise coinage. Okay, but what we're going to do... Uh, I'm feeling generous, am uh, Well, you can choose the number again, and I'm going to double it. I'm going to double it. So whatever you say, I'm going to double. And if Arsenal win 2-0, that young person over there is going to get some Wolves merchandise virtual cash. So give me a decent number. Don't screw me. Go low, yeah? Go Well, no, I'm not joking here. Don't go crazy. And I'm going to double it. Kino, give me the amount, and I'm going to double it.
0: 72 pounds. <laughs> you,
2: bastard. <laughs>
0: Get yeah, the cash out, lad. Get the wallet
1: out. Come on, 144 pounds then. To ticket 155. Come and see us afterwards. Arsenal went two 0 You're the only one who was betting against Wolves. I think on the last game of the season. Oh, come to the end of the show, everyone. Come to the end of the show. Let's try. I'll try that again because then I, I can I can flip that out. We can clip it back. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Edith, come yeah, to yeah. the end of the show, everyone. <laughs> Do run through again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll okay. again. Let's stand up, okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, a few thank yous, first of all. Uh, the person with the mic who's been helping us all night. A uh, round of applause for Johnny Drury. Johnny Drury, everyone. <clears throat> Best of luck in your battle to avoid the drop next season. Um, the lovely ladies who came will be taking your raffle tickets and be been checking you in, uh, where are they? Some of them are back there. Natalie, round of applause. Uh, Lorianne, Michelle, Tash, amazing. Uh, Christine and Max uh, from Wolves, thank you so much for giving um, us this incredible venue. Kaelin Tosaman for your ongoing sponsorship. Uh, our bosses, Matt and Martin. I was gonna say, like, you know, all joking aside, we are very fortunate to have free reign to be able to, to do these shows and um, to be really as creative as we want so we're kind of blessed supported pre-season as well you know it's not cheap sending us everywhere so you know to get it from a local paper is, is fantastic so round of applause for our horses and uh you can reply to those uh, emails or a raise that would be fantastic <laughs> I'm, look, I'm absolutely stunned because we've got a final total what we've raised for the wools foundation tonight uh, from the silent auction, from the raffle, uh, and it's. I'm absolutely blown away. We have raised, and we've absolutely smashed all records. We have raised tonight and for the silent auction a total of $4,730. Oh, uh, 4, uh, I want to thank you, mate, because I think, to be fair, that we have a laughingly shown. But he's doing a good job, Annie. Yeah. Doing a good job, yeah? yeah. And the most important of all, we've got to thank you guys because you know, this is our favourite part of, of the week. It's been a labour of love, I think, for me for the last five years. And for you guys to come out, you know, it's not cheap to come and, and your time is so precious. And to come out to our 30,000 listening to us week in, week out you to come here support us. This is what we love to do, you know, we're all kind of a bit of a, a tight-knit family, I think, at the moment, we've got a bit of a unique connection, so uh, I'm, I'm absolutely stunned, and thank you so much for your support. Would you come if we did another one next year? Would you come to another one? Yes! Okay, fantastic. Right, guys, that's great. Right, remind reminds uh, me to say the last thing is from me, from Liam. Fingers crossed. Three points on Sunday against Arsenal. From all of us, take care. Bye-bye!